Hit it, dude. Hit that theme song, son. Oh, shit. Well, one minute passed. Yeah, of course. Theme song is go. This is why you shouldn't have gone it live. That's why I told you not to do it. It's all right. I already botched the theme song. Yeah, great. Just blow right into your mic. Can you hear me? Are your levels are, you, are my levels good? Hey, and we're live once again. And not a single person's on, but hey, that's not the point anyway. Doesn't matter. Yeah. You're recording anyway. So uh so dude. How you been so, since I talked to you earlier today? I've been good. Yeah, you've been yeah, good. Yeah, right. I've been good. I, I talked to you like four times today. It's been great. I know. I did, but I had a moment. I had a lull. Mood wise. Yeah, not a negative. Just just emotional. Yeah. I was just thinking about you know thinking about Uncle Jim again. It was just you know it is what it is. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Sorry, so. man. It is. I know it sucks. It does. You always have Tuesday night to look forward to, my friend. Yeah. Always. Well, you know what, too, dude, is I, uh, I actually – I got a – it was a letter from her brother mm. or his his sister. <clears throat> Brain fart. So that was, you know, it was a thank you card, So, but it was nice, so whatever. Yeah, but yeah no, other than that, they've been good. Life is good. Work is, you know, work is work. Work is work. Keeping busy. My son is doing well. Good, good. A little boogerman. A little boogerman. How are you? What's new with you? Not a whole lot, man. Just trying to do a lot of podcast work, do some work for my mom and shit. Nice, nice. I uh, fin- I worked on her. Uh, got a new logo for the travel business. The logo was. If anybody hears this that made the logo, I'm sure it was great when you made it in 1995, <laughs> or whatever it looks like. It, yeah, it's, it's fine. It an upgrade. It's time yeah, for an upgrade. There's nothing wrong. Change is good, man. Yeah. Got to embrace change. You yeah. got to embrace change. If you're not embracing change, dude, you're, you become stagnant. If you ain't growing, you're dying. I wish you had a word like that that rhymed with growing that would have stuck with my head more oh if you ain't growing yeah 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 Yeah, i don't know i don't know if you ain't growing you're hoeing hoeing. (laughs) yep i don't fucking know i think isn't it aren't aren't those jobs to make you grow (laughs) uh somebody there somebody involved is growing (laughs) and that is the single bad joke you're gonna hear tonight folks the single yeah, bad joke. The single bad joke. Oh man. <laughs> Got to get rid of all the rest of these now. <laughs> nice. Uh, all right. I um, do have a sponsor. Uh, should I wait until maybe? Should I wait maybe like halfway it's point? Your call, dude. I don't know what they paid for. I don't know where they paid. It doesn't make a difference. I'll it wait. doesn't matter. Majority of the time, it doesn't matter because they would have specified. If they didn't specify, they didn't specify. Go on I'm just gonna, yeah, I'm just gonna feel it out. Maybe I'll have to take a piss break in a little while. That's when you throw your spot down. Yeah, but I want you to hear it though. It's it'll make me listen to the whole it's thing. A great. Okay. Or at least to where you where we know you peed. Or I'll just fast forward until I disappear and then watch. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny, dude, because when I edit the podcast. There's when it, when you when, you know back back in the day when we had uh, lower quality tech for our operation here when uh, the call would drop when the video call would drop I would um, have to edit those parts out in the video before I post it yeah so what I would do is look for there's like a little audio thing because I can't see every frame of it when I start right you so would, I would just see the I would see the audio drop out because I'm just sitting there like. Jake, see hey. this? Hey! 
Well, I would think for the most part, that's when you that's what you got to mark. That's that's got to do more with camera work so much, dude. When you know, I have to look at the uh, recording time and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. You need to look at the record. Well, that's the tough part about things I learned in that school. Well, yeah, that's what's tough about being the uh, producer. um, Well, host. Listen, I'm going to give you a quick hint, dude. Yes, I agree with you, and I'm not, I'm not, dude. But one of the biggest things I've realized during when I was doing editing, video editing, Mm -hmm. it makes you a better camera person. Because and it makes you a better director overall because you're paying attention to those certain things. You're paying attention to those certain inflections in people's voices, whatever it might be, dude. You're gonna be able to cover those quicker. Yeah. And get through the video editing side of it, when you're like, oh yeah, I think it was. I think I looked. I looked at my watch. It was seven fifteen. Right. That's the third time I said seven fifteen. Did you notice that? No. That was we referenced time a couple times since we started talking. That's like the third time I referenced seven fifteen. I'm gonna hey, write seven fifteen. Hey, hey viewer, somebody's watching. I don't know who it is. Hey, Good, viewer. fantastic. Good. All right. Um. Yeah. Seven fifteen. I don't know why. By the way, I want to read that. I'm drinking cherry chocolate stout by Sierra cherry Nevada chocolate. Brewing. Nice. Yep. It's pretty and good. I'm on the I'm on the two roads unorthodox. Two roads unorthodox. Wonderful. Yep. Because we all about that stout. About that. We stout. About that stout. So yeah. uh, so anyway. Uh, we, we listed some specific animals. I don't think we mentioned the specific animals we were going to talk about, but you and I figured out what we were going to do. And, uh, do you want to kick it off? Sure. Okay. I mean, just to kind of preface this whole thing, what we're talking about is resilient animals and what that mean. what we kind of mean by that is like animals that, and this is going to include insects. If you don't know animals or insects, but what this I kind think of, we were thinking about any life on this planet. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, we didn't well, end up talking about plants or fungi or anything. I was just, yeah, exactly. So yeah, yeah. they're all animals. Um, but what we mean is like animals that have been around for a long time or are just really hard to get rid of for one reason or another or just are very survivable, you know, have high survivability in weird environments and stuff like that. Is that, is that do you agree with that? That was kind of our yes. theme? Okay. Yeah. So resilient might not be the best overarching word, but it sounds it's kind of like a, you know, intellectual word on that end of the spectrum, I guess. And uh, resilient as fuck was kind of what I was going to go with, but I didn't <laughs> want to type that out, you know. Right, right, right. Which I, I agreed with. I agree. Yeah, with I that. don't pretend to be family friendly, but I don't need to put the word fuck in the title. In the, exactly. in the title. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so uh, you want to kick it off with one of yours? Um, or should we? I was you. I was thinking you were going to, but I don't I, care. Yeah, I can kick it off, man. Because I just, you know what it is, man. It's just uh, we're we are I, we are by no means any experts, man. I just like no, to dude. bring up things that I find to be very interesting. Yeah, it's because it like kind of it's like blows. Like I'm like what? Yeah, you know. Well, that's a cool thing um, is you know the stuff we're we're going to be mentioning is like stuff that you and I easily could watch sit together and watch a documentary on and pause every you know 20 minutes 10, and be like dude oh, blah, yeah. blah blah and go off you know mm-hmm. right um and these things specifically we're talking about are things we would come across anyway and probably bring up on the podcast as a random as just a random things. anyway yes yeah. yeah so that's why it doesn't really make a difference because we're going to talk about stuff and it's yeah just, it's, it's we're going to go off on tangents off. so all right well i will go ahead and uh start talking about the uh, naked mole rat and for those watching i just popped up a little graphic of what a naked mole rat looks like um they are disgusting looking uh they look like some sort of shriveled up sort of like penis uh rodent thing they are rodent 
And one of the weirdest things about them, I think, is that all the things I'm going to talk about, and I think this is the only animal we're going to talk about tonight that this applies to, these are only one species. All the other things we're going to talk about, there's multiple species. Really? Naked mole rats are one, yeah, dude, they're one singular species. And they're in their own genus, too, I believe. What? I'm pretty sure they're also in their own genus. How is that? How... Oh, okay, yeah, dude, God. they're so unique. I didn't know that. Yeah, and I think it's fairly recent that they were their own species, but now they're, like, actually their own genus, too, I'm pretty sure. Um, how does that shit eat with those fangs? Great question. Um, <laughs> they, they, they chew. They, I think they, they don't actually eat with those. They just bite with them. Um, the way there, if you look closely at the picture there, I don't know how cl- good your resolution is, um, but they really mainly dig with those fangs. Um, their feet are just for walking. They do most of the digging with their face. And what's really cool is their lips actually close behind those teeth. So the dirt doesn't get in their mouth. And then they eat with, you know, they'll bite pieces off and chew inside their mouth. And I guess I can just, speaking of which, I can just get right into the crazy shit about the way that they eat and what they eat. Um, they mainly just eat underground and these are indigenous to South, somewhere in South America, by the way, I don't know specifically. I didn't, I see. I, that was one of the things that I definitely did not even, that just goes to show you how we are very vague with the majority of things that we, we mm-hmm. do talk about because I, I feel like I got, I brought up a decent amount of stuff with the mole rat the other, and you just totally brought up stuff that I've never even known. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so they eat, they eat two things. They literally only eat two things. One are underground tubers like a root or kind of a root thing that they live their entire lives under the ground in in the total dark in these in tunnels. So they eat these specific kind of tubers that they find under the ground. And the tubers are like not super nutrient dense, but the way that they eat is like fucking mind blowing. One of the things they do, um, they, well, so they eat the, they only eat the inside of the tubers. Like they'll eat through it. And they'll leave the outside, like, skin part, which allows the tuber to continue to regenerate itself so they can be sustained off of one single root that they find for a long time. I don't know specifically how long, but I'm pretty sure it's, like, weeks or months because it, because they eat it at a, at a rate at which it will continue to regenerate itself because the thing that they found to eat, they didn't remove from the environment from which it naturally grows. It's still sitting underground, basically, where they found it in the exact same environment that it grew in. They just began eating it. So the plant maybe not doesn't even necessarily know, you know what I mean? It's like you put, if we pull a carrot out of the ground, that carrot's done. It's not growing anymore. But if you just right. took little chunks off, of, dig in the dirt, d- dug a few chunks off of the carrot, closed it back up, that carrot would continue to grow. So that's right. basically what they're doing. But the crazy thing too is that these tubers are so the, – the, the amount of nutrients that are in them, the naked mole rats actually eat their own shit because they can reprocess the – the nutrients in there and get more nutrients out of it because their body isn't their metabolism is so slow that they can't like just the the whole the whole thing about the situation allows them to like just process just, stuff just, slowly and just eat their own shit that's and get more not right that's not right that's crazy hey man and th- th- it doesn't bother them it's what they do dude no, 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 I don't, I'm, I'm over, I'm over, I'm over the idea that they're eating their own food. Dude, we, it's fertilizer. I understand What do you mean that. it's not right? I don't care about that. I'm just talking about, like, it just doesn't seem right on the scale of animals to be able to do that and continue, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, I mean, cows, 
cows have you four stomachs. Yeah, no, no. They re- you know yeah, what I mean? So it's like. No, no, no. But I'm talking about. Well, you know what? No, because their metabolism. It's probably because their metabolism doesn't break things down to that extent. Right, that it, right. That's what it is. Yeah. That it's that weird. Okay. Yeah, and and, and, and all this stuff. That's the thing is all this stuff that I'm going to talk about them actually all ties together. So I can't talk about one thing without being led right into the next thing because right. these, they're such a crazy animal that. So all right, let me look real quick here. So so they eat their own shit and they eat the two. I didn't even write any of that stuff down that I just said actually. Um. But yeah, so so their metabolism is so slow it causes them to eat in the way that they do, but also the fuck um their metabolism allows them to sort of like go into hibernation like kind of at will more or less okay so what they'll do is um they'll do shit like if they're in like a low um low oxygen environment they can just kind of slow down their metabolism meaning the rate at which their body uses up the its chemical resources via oxygen or nutrients or whatever and they can go um, 18 minutes without oxygen, completely without oxygen Okay. around that time. And they don't actually have any cellular damage. And that's, that is one of the main mysteries about them, how they, they avoid this cellular damage. Um, and, and even further, they can so, – so all right, the air we breathe is about – I think it's about 28% oxygen, right? They can serve, uh, and I think the the carbon dioxide is like maybe like a percent or something like that total. I don't know exactly, but it's very very low. These animals can live in an environment that is twenty percent oxygen, which is almost um, almost like thirty percent less than what we kind of need, and the rest like can be twenty percent oxygen, and then the entire rest of the air can be completely carbon dioxide. Any other mammal would die instantly in this environment. They can breathe the air when it's 80% carbon dioxide. That is completely toxic to, to, to most forms of life. Yeah, most forms of, of uh, oxygen-breathing life because it's the air becomes like acidic almost. Which leads me I into yeah. yeah. Which leads me into the, like if if the, if the air in your room was suddenly 80% carbon dioxide, you're dead like real quick. Real quick. Okay. But even if you could manage to breathe that air, um, the carbon dioxide would build up in your system and make your body acidic. And you it would like it would burn. Like you would be in pain. But the naked mole rats don't feel that because they're missing a neurotransmitter called substance P. And what substance P does is it creates pain pathways in the in a mammal. So if you feel pain, substance P is activated and it allows – it's like what makes you feel pain. Um, and it also I think causes uh, the itching sensation. So the, their lack of substance P means they don't feel any pain at all even from this carbon dioxide potential acidity in their system and they don't itch either. Like many rodents have a very sensitive like itching kind of uh, reflex. They don't have it at all. But what's interesting is if you inject them with substance P, they can feel some forms of pain. So if you give them capsaicin, which is the uh, the thing that makes peppers hot, okay, 
which in other mammals it it activates pain receptors yeah. due to due to substance p again if you give them if you give a naked, naked mole rat substance p it can feel pain from capsaicin but it can't feel acidic burning pain okay you're using a bunch of big fucking words right now, dude. Okay, well, stop me. Well, stop this me. Is way too much information too fast. These okay. animals don't feel pain. The only reason why I can they think don't of feel pain. pain. They basically don't feel pain. So even if their body reacts in a certain way, I'm going to guess from the the hot stuff in peppers, it's because of the way they're burrowing and peppers grow underground. Or no, peppers don't grow underground. Maybe around. the roots and shit or something. Well, how, here, how? my suspicion is that they naturally have never come across capsaicin. I don't think they have any reason to feel any any resistance I to capsaicin. I feel like these things I, holy crap. How long have these things been like around? Do uh, we have any idea how many like th- what that evolutionary I, that ideas? I, I do not know. I that. feel like this is the first this is this has got to be the first probably the same existing rodent that is could have been around forever. Yeah, maybe. Uh, you know what I, I'm, I'm saying? Yeah. Maybe that honestly seems like the type of thing that could survive in the aspect of they're underground. You know what I mean? They could yeah. be in, oh, they could have been all over the place <laughs> to the extent you know, like Yeah, yeah. Um They're hidden from everything. There's no natural predators or anything like well, that. Well, I think their main us. predators are uh snakes. Some kind of bur- okay. like a burrowing snake. Burrowing snake. Yeah, right. Yeah, because these things stay underground, though, correct? They stay. They do not they come up. They don't come up. That's the, why and, their skin and, is the color that it is. There's and you no want to hear something no crazy? Food. Their their uh, family structure, their social structure is this very similar to that of, like, termites and ants and bees. Such as? like In, in the sense that they have a queen, and the queen is the only female that can reproduce. And all the rest of the females are sterile and are workers that clean stuff up and feed the queen yeah, and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. The queen, That's well, funny. the queen has like, like um, ants, like like ants, which like well, ants. let's talk about ants next. Um, but yeah, they have they have like an insect sort of social structure, which is bananas because they're a fucking mammal. But it must it must lend itself well to the entire underground kind of life. You know what I mean? That's I mean I, I don't know I don't know shit but that's like insect like termites and and uh, you know uh, a lot ants of underground live, bur- yeah. yeah burrowers and stuff like that that they do have a structural system like that You're they right. do yeah the queen like like the queen the workers that kind of shit um, eosocial is it eosocial I think I mean, it's eusocial eusoci- yeah eusocial? eusocial yep that's correct eusocial yep. yes and and yep. then it's the same kind of thing where if the queen dies for whatever reason somebody um, else comes up uh, another female well females I guess will like kind of battle it out to to be the new queen, but they're sterile until that happens. And then when a new queen is kind of established, um, their, their spinal cords will actually elongate. They'll become bigger and their body, their body will change due to hormonal changes and stuff to be able to have the babies. There's fish that do that, isn't there? Probably. There's certain, yeah. There's certain type of fish that I remember they, they do that. Yeah. Cause I know the bees do the same thing. Another, well, no, the bees, the, uh, the queen bee, is la- the egg is laid as the queen. They yeah. lay a special egg that's the queen. That's the queen. Yes, yeah. it's another queen that's like next right. in line or but something. It, but, right. in, but in the naked mole rats, just any other female that manages to battle uh, to get the spot will become the queen. Johnny is spamming the chat right now with all kinds of weird emojis of like Pokemon and Bob Ross and Illuminati symbols <laughs> and <laughs> an, an octopus asshole. thing. 
fucking dude, asshole, so dude. That's great. He's good one of him. two he's people watching guest. right now. Johnny's a good dude. Yeah, he's a good dude. He's a good dude. How about you put something constructive in there, Johnny, instead of trying to fucking distract me? He's just yeah, trying right. to make the fucking feed look cool with all little pictures of Pokemon and shit. Of course. Good for him. Let him. Fuck him. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> he's, he's drumming up business. Good for him. We asked for a crowd dude, interaction. Listen, this is what we fucking get, I guess. Yeah. Dude, so you were talking about queens and stuff like that. There's mm-hmm. this group of ants. It's like one of the largest colonies of ants. Like super You'll get colonies. your turn, dude. I'm not. I'm just interjecting <laughs> I'm just, with I'm some just information because just it's playing. pertinent to the queen idea. I'm just playing. These ants actually have, like, the females always, like, grow wings or something like that where they're able to fly off, and that's, like, the one time that they need the wings. The males do the same thing, but what happens sometimes if they breed and don't get back to the hive that they want to be a part of, they'll go in and go after this smaller type of ant and, like, parasitically – become the queen of these other ants and she needs to like slowly infiltrate the base because she wasn't accepted by a local colony or something like that of one that's a different species dude it's a different species a much smaller one a much smaller one to to her normal ones it's a certain type of wood ants a mountain or it's a mountain ant some kind of ants that i can't remember the freaking name of it but it would go after different species of wood ants in the same area because, dude, these are like these huge super colonies, Jake. And I'm talking mounds that are like three foot, Jesus five foot Christ. high. And, dude, it's unbelievable. Dude, they're talking about these mounds that can have upwards of like a million queens. What? Bro, it's insane. Half a, there'll be like half a, half a billion, half a billion ants on this one hive, and there'll be like a million queens. And they're just, dude, it's nuts. But so she'll go in and actually infiltrate and become like a parasitic queen to this other species of ants. Parasitic how? Like just get food from them and shit or what? Because they can't No, she'll go in and they'll start taking care of her babies that are going to be her species of ants. Oh, so then she well, like she'll goes slowly in. take yeah, over dude, the whole fucking thing. Them. She honey dicks them. Oh. <laughs> well, she's already been dicked, but she she's convinces been, them that yeah. they – she infiltrates it. I think it, I think that counts as honey dicking. I don't know. I don't I think even it know does. I think it, people use it. And well, I think I you used it exactly right. right. If that tells you Good. anything about what it means, perfect, <laughs> perfect. She I think it's other I think people it's to be get, like, "Yeah, I'll take you care get of enti- this. You get enticed with something that you think get is going to be rewarding yes. for you, and it turns yep. out to just serve the person that was trying to entice you. Yeah, right. So it was a really wild. Uh, wild thing about how she does it and everything like that because she'll actually slowly infiltrate by going up and when the other ants approach her like once they signal that she's there they're gonna all attack her right but what she'll do is she'll go up slow and like rub up on one of them get a little bit of his scent rub up on another until she's slowly able to build up their scent and their pheromone or whatever and get into the oh dude it was wild that's hot you're getting me worked up Get me, get me worked up. Speaking of hot, hot and bothered, these same ants, yeah, will go out like they come out from these hives that are or not really. They're not really hives; they're mounds or whatever it is. Colonies, colonies, yeah. But it's all made with like pine needles. And the pine needles themselves, with the ants that are inside, become very, very warm. That's how they incubate everything. But mm. then they'll come out like at spring and it's super cold in there after a long time because the heat has dissipated throughout winter. Okay. And they go and actually like become solar panels for the sun. They were doing tests with different um, heat radars and everything or whatever you call them. What are, what's the word I'm trying like to look infrared for? Infrared sensors. Infrared. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And you could see all the cold ones coming out 
and all the warm ones going in to go and help ink it. Dude, it's an amazing what? thing. So they just ants. soak up the heat, then go inside and radiate the go heat. Go inside rotate, like solar rotate. panels. What? Yeah, dude. That's bananas, yeah. dude. It is bananas. So anyway, this is we'll we'll get back on that later. Yeah. Anyway, let you me go I, ahead. I brought the ant up on the screen, so let me put the naked mole right back. <laughs> I love I love that, dude. I, I wish feel, I could see it. Well, I mean, if you put it on your phone, like you said. Oh, by the way, uh, uh, jo uh Joe Dodona asked, uh, "Hey, what do you know about nearly invincible?" Joey! He said, "What do you know about nearly invincible water bears, aka the tardigrade?" Tardigrade. Joe, we're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. That's Joe. actually our co-topic. Come on. Uh, we'll get co there. But good, th good thinking. Co Way to be Dodona. That's audience engagement Fantastic. if I've ever seen it. That's what I'm talking see, about. See, Johnny, you got the Pokemon fucking pictures. This guy's actually contributing. Yep. Yep. Anyway, Absolutely. we're yes, not going to so be talking about Pokemon. That. We'll get to that. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I don't have a whole lot more on them, but actually, well, yeah, I guess I, I guess I kind of do. <laughs> um, so I was talking about the, the oh yeah, how there's like a queen and all that. So yeah, anyway, um, I talked about the pain, the acid buildup. So check this out. I know this is one of the things you and I talked about, but I'll bring it up again just just so this can be a standalone episode. Um, what, I know one of the things you brought up was. Um, you said that – I know I've heard you say this, that in humans after age 30, our mortality rate doubles every doubles eight years. Doubles every eight, eight years. It, eight, it was eight, eight years. Eight yes. years, right? Once we turn And that's 30, actually common. Apparently that's common for all mammals once, um, once they reach adulthood. Once they reach sexual yeah. maturity, every eight years, every mammal, their mortality rate decreases, meaning they're more like – twice as likely to die due to – various circumstances yes every eight years yeah which is mind-blowing is it, you know what and they it's say crazy they even figure out a number to that how could you figure that out then why am i 30 yeah you, I, you know what i'm yeah. saying i'm turning 34 no dude you're actually not <laughs> well, right i mean i don't i not well uh, well the age is, is re re uh, revolutions around the sun um so i think they're they're re uh, topic for another day <laughs> Topic for another day. But, okay, so... That'll be on the Celestial episode. The point, Yeah, the point... That'll be on... <laughs> Titled be, Us in the Stars. That'll be on our astrology episode. Brought to you by Neil deGrasse Tyson. The hmm. super genius. Um, anyways. So, naked mole rats. They... Their mortality rate does not increase at all. Throughout their life. Yes, I do remember this. They're, it doesn't increase. Essentially immortal. Essentially immortal. That's that, and I think the people that study them don't want to say that because. No, but, yeah. well, oh, hey, Rob, what's up? Rob's on. They don't want to say that because that's like a pretty wild thing to say. Um, mm -hmm. But there are species that are. There's like a jellyfish that they they claim I, I think is immortal, but the naked mole rat they don't want to say that. But they apparently their DNA their their cells are so good at, at replicating their DNA when their cells divide. That they just don't have the the cell DNA degradation that other mammals um, have as they age. So you and I, as our cells divide, they're dividing all the time. Each time it's like a little bit worse. Your cells just don't do as good of a job each time. And it's just enough that by the time you're like 80, 90 years old, your body's just fucking falling apart. And a, a, a female naked mole rat that has like pretty much just reached sexual maturity at like six months old looks physiologically almost identical to like a 25-year-old female naked mole rat. And they both have equal um 
fertility as well, which is bananas. So one, if so it's total, they can breed, they can breed indefinitely. We don't work crazy. Yeah. yeah. And I think what um, studies have shown that they can get like upwards of 30 years. I don't know their maximum lifespan, but that's the figure I kept coming across. Um, but yeah, they're the fact that, that at the very end of their quote unquote, estimated lifespan they have the, the females have the same fertility as just right when they reach sexual maturity is completely unheard of for mammals completely unheard of and and what they, do you think what I, I, i'm I, like i'm like what is it is it just because like why why would that be what do you think is like the main contributing factor to that well the re well, okay so like think about what there's they probably have. a lot of factors it probably has to do with their slow metabolism um, it probably has to do with the fact – it might have something to do with the fact that they're in high carbon dioxide environments a lot of the time. They don't get a lot of air circulation through their dens. There could be all these compounding factors that all kind of tie together to create these weird circumstances. That just made their – like all their organs and all their – like their flesh, their – their yeah, everything just became extremely yeah. resilient. So check this out. So I'm sure you've heard that naked mole rats, naked mole rats don't get cancer. Yes. Right. I did that. Yes. So – I think part of the reason for that is the the fact that their their cells are so good at um content, you know uh, duplicating their DNA when their cells divide without error because the way I understand it is that can't like tumors are when cells don't divide properly and they, or they divide out of control and shit like that the DNA gets fucked up so they either glob together or they just over replicate or something like that but they have this substance uh in their body all mammals have this substance called Hyaluronin, hyaluronin or something like that. It's, Hyal- like, a sh- hi- it's like a sugar. <laughs> don't don't say it. Don't say it. <laughs> what? I don't know what you're gonna say. Oh, you just didn't want me to cut you off. I just don't want you to make a bad joke in the middle of me. About it to wasn't gonna point. be a bad joke. It just sure. made me think of my wife. Yeah. It just made me hi, Lauren. <laughs> oh, okay. Um. So yeah, so the, the all mammals have the substance in their body, but. Um, the naked mole rat has it in their body in a much higher quantity in the actual, than, anything else. And than any other mammal. And the molecules themselves are like five times bigger. And this – in our bodies, it's like what helps like lubricate our joints and shit like that. It just exists in like all different parts of our body, like in between tissue and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But in theirs, it's bigger and there's more of it and even furthermore – the the enzyme that's in our bodies that helps break it down to like kind of cycle through it, they don't have it, or their enzyme is in a much lower concentration, and it this this uh, affects them on a cellular level somehow that keeps their cells from globbing together in the way that is necessary to make a tumor. So they have like all these crazy things going on with their physiology uh, yeah, that, that all kind of tie together, yeah, to make them like these hyper fertile like virulent animals that don't like they just fit into no category basically that's crazy. like yeah they're a mammal but they have all these insects there are all these other different things and they have all these things about them that make them a mammal but also these other things that are kind of like so it's like they're almost like you know it's like it's like the platypus kind of thing you know what i mean where they're like yeah what yeah the fuck are they really that lays eggs with a bill yeah yeah that's... like yeah, I don't know, but that's—I yeah, uh, think that's about all I got crazy, for them. Crazy dude, a platypus is crazy. Yeah, dude, I was watching a thing about them the other day. Oh, I was watching an episode of um, Natural Curiosities on Netflix with uh, David Attenborough, 
and it was an episode two two parts, and one part was about the naked mole rat, the other part was about platypus or platypi. I don't know. Um, and it was crazy because they confused the fuck out of everyone the first time these animals were found. They didn't know what the hell they were. Well, the naked mole rat they thought was just some kind of they didn't know, they didn't think it was special at all. Until somebody was like, let's take a closer look at these. Well, and then anything, discovered that sure they're so yeah. fucking strict. Well, they had specimens like in museums and stuff, but they were like, yeah, it's just a naked rat, whatever. But the more right. they studied them, the more bizarre they became. But as opposed to the platypus that right off the bat, people were like, this isn't even real. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was like one that was so obviously special. They couldn't even quite figure out what to do with it. And the other one that was seen so like ordinary that they didn't bother to figure out why. They didn't like, even, they didn't even think it was special. Why it was. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, dude, like panda bears. Panda bears were mythical. Until yeah, like, right. Yeah, until like the, the, uh, the Roosevelt. Yeah, the Roosevelt. The Roosevelt. One of Roosevelt's sons. One of Teddy Roosevelt's Rose, sons. Tony Roosevelt's to son. Like, yeah. Went, yeah, they were like going after this mythical say, creature. That did you say Tony Roosevelt? What? It's Herbie Hancock. Herbie. Herbie okay. Hancock. Okay. I might have. Um, yeah, Tony. President Tony Roosevelt, the best one. Tony. Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Baratino, he's coming down. <laughs> Looking for the sanguato sandwiches. <laughs> so that's naked mole rats, folks. That's about all I know. Dude, that's insane. You should have totally so cool, went and let me go first. I'm going to tell you what. You got to top that. Is, it's just getting tossed right into the gutter. Because I, uh, one of these things. What? Um, you, you had two things, though, to talk about. I got to be honest, dude. I, I really just feel like I need to talk about ants. And I did more looking up on, on, on the old, uh, the old moss pigs. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wait, but you want to talk about coyotes too? You're not going to talk about coyotes. I wanted to talk about coyotes. All, right, All right, we'll I'll bring, talk about coyotes. we'll bring, I'm we'll talk bring... about coyotes briefly. Let's do I'm that. I'm talking about coyotes. I got a graphic for coyotes. You got to talk about it. Oh, well, that's exactly where my brain just said to myself. I'm like, obviously, I got to talk about coyotes. Uh. Let's have a graphic. Um. Oh, real are... quick, hold on before we go further. Any last-minute questions from the viewers about naked mole rats? Just to throw it out there. Anybody? Johnny, Pikachu is not a question. Pikachu is not a question. So I don't know how much of a delay we're on, but uh, I, uh, you can just go ahead. I think we're good. I don't think anybody has um, any questions. <laughs> I totally brought up all the wrong pages and everything like that. Yeah, coyotes. You can't, uh, we can't, we just can't kill them, dude. There's just such a resilient animal in the aspect that they just don't seem to want to go away. Yeah. With all of the the effort from human beings mm -hmm. to be like, all right, we're gonna take this thing out. Think about how we took out the buffalo by accident. Yeah. Just think about that that thing where people were just really overkilling these animals and stuff like that but they just disappeared they say that the woolly mammoth was hunted off the the extinction of the woolly mammoth was was That's hunted a conversation off. for another so day but it's not though because that. i'm using it as an example of, okay. of the aspect of well you're talking huge... about animals that live out in the open in plains and fields and shit coyotes are hiding they, they hide they're not hanging out in the open they're nocturnal yeah all right they're harder all right, to get right. in the first place whatever i'm just saying we kill things by accident. Human beings take things out by accident. Right. All of a sudden, they're just devastated, and because we use this certain – it doesn't matter. Sure. We, we kill things like that. But when we actually were like, it's time to take out the coyotes, mm -hmm. they boomed. Yeah. 
They've they just expanded. They were never here. What do you think like, it was like a couple a couple hundred years ago that started when we were like I would say it was probably a couple hundred yeah, because it was livestock when people were doing farming and everything like that way out. And the coyotes are like, Word, you're just gonna keep all these sheep you're in a cage. These, Thanks, we're asshole. Eat. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I know I had specific facts. I gotta be honest, I think I literally lost my page that I was gonna be with information I had. Because there's there's just so much stuff about them I can talk about, but at yeah. the same time I really didn't hone in on anything specific. Well, because I'm just well, thinking about it in the aspect of a bridge to another subject. But go well, ahead. All right. Well, I guess I'll just mention one of the things I know about them. Um, one of the crazy things about them is – I don't know if this is speculation or not because I've heard it. I've heard people say stuff against it. But supposedly when you kill coyotes, um, like when you hear them yipping at night, yeah, supposedly that's like a roll call. And oh. if you kill a bunch of coyotes – and they're not participating in that roll call anymore, a hormonal change happens in the females that causes them to produce increased litter sizes that overcompensate for how many yips are coyotes missing are from the, the roll call. Yes. Yeah. So yep. by killing coyotes, you actually increase the numbers is, from, yes. is what I understand. Yes, that's exactly one of the things that actually piqued my interest into the entire subject of coyotes. Because of that, I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and it's. Uh, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, that's <laughs> one of the things that piqued my interest. Honestly, dude, I did. I lost an entire page of stuff. What happened? I don't know. I lost it. I must have. I must have ripped it off, and it fell off somewhere. Well, that's okay. Um, but I mean, it goes to one of those. You know, they're one of those kind of animals that can eat all kinds of different food, right? Yeah, they actually are. I'm um, never. Um, omnivorous. They're. Omnivorous, yeah, they're omnivorous. They'll actually eat grasses and plants and stuff like that too. And they'll eat like, like small rodents and they'll yeah. scavenge. Well, that was one of the things whatever. too that people argued about is because they wanted to take them out because they would take out like they were going after sheep and stuff like that. Yeah. But then at the same time, there weren't any rodents and pests around the area as much either. They'll eat bugs and stuff like that. So right. because of that, it was like that good and bad for farmers because sure, you don't want to sure. take out your livestock and everything like that but at the same time there was, it was kind of pest control right right you know but now and, they're, and now is, they're pretty much all over north america now right they're everywhere dude they're all over north america they're mostly only in north america and canada though i believe they're other they're yeah different but they're types. in mexico for sure they're in mexico they're yeah, absolutely still, in mexico right. the americas the america well, yeah, north america's mexico yeah so yeah um I also was talking to a friend of mine that was a was a trapper for a while, and he was like, Joe, he said, we would put two two foot spikes into the ground mm -hmm. and connect our traps to and everything like that, especially because they were, like, killing his animals and stuff. Mm -hmm. He says their pounds per square inch on their one rear leg is, like, 12, 1,200 pounds. That's how strong they are. He said they would pull. They would pull out pounds per square inch, and they're, they're, that's how strong their muscles can be. He that's how much – like when they push with all their might against yeah. an, an immovable force, that's the kind of force they can – Exactly, okay, yeah. Gotcha. That's the kind of force that they can exert. He says, dude, I've had – like I was hammering it, ting, 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 busting them into the ground, and these dogs were pulling them out, taking off of my traps, losing my traps. Oh, so they would get one trapped. They would get a trap. And the coyote would be like, uh, I'm not staying here. You might have got go. me. This thing might be attached to me, but I'm still leaving. I'm leaving. I'm out. Okay. They'll, they'll, they'll wow. chew off their paws. I saw one that was actually in my backyard. I have a video of it on my phone. It was limping in the backyard. Its front paw was definitely mangled from a trap or something. Whoa. And it was just, dude, I mean, it was 
It was haggard. It was just chilling. And the thing was just going, hopping along, three foot in it. No yeah. problem at all. I can Dude, animals are crazy like that, man. It's like I saw – I was like sometimes me and Jessica will go to like the local animal shelters just to give some love to the animals that you know haven't been adopted yet and stuff like that. Um, and one time we go in there and a dog had – was maybe, if I had to guess, maybe like three weeks looking at the wound from getting one of its rear legs amputated. Really? Yeah. You could see – you could still see where the stitches were and it was just sitting there kind of like – and it would move its – it, it, you could tell that it was not like used to it yet, right, and right. part of it was just so sad because like this animal probably doesn't understand at all what is going on. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't yeah. know. Oh, yeah. Like to, if that happened in the wild where it was amputated, if that happened in the wild, for sure would have bled out and died, hundred percent. Really? Right. Right. You right. know what I mean? So they don't evolutionarily, they don't have the processing to understand. Like I'm gonna be okay. Like this is, you know what I mean? This is our like, but but. At the same time, probably what, if I had to guess, two, three weeks, maybe a month into getting up, that wound being healed and getting up and dealing with it. They're fine. He's not even going to consider it. Yeah, I have three legs. So what was, uh, you know what I mean? It's crazy the way animals are like that, man, especially cats too. Cats with with only three legs. Fuck it, dude. They don't care at all. They do all the same shit. Yeah, I saw that one dog. Did you see that dog that was born without front paws? And it oh, just yeah, learns to walk around. Just walk, yeah. Or when people yeah. – or, or, like, or, or they take There's that same dog, that same dog who like totally – excuse me, totally has adapted and whatever, and they just atta- put a harness on its front end with wheels on it. And the dog's like, sweet, and just takes sweet. off with the wheels. Like, <laughs> no problem. <laughs> sweet, I can run again. Sweet. Oh, my God. <laughs> you ever see that video of the turtle? Can I have a cookie? Can I have ten cookies? Can I have five cookies? <laughs> Do you ever see that video with a turtle? Somebody had like a tortoise or a turtle or something that it's like uh, something was wrong with it where it couldn't support its own weight on its legs for some reason. So they just like attached a toy skateboard to its like stomach. So it it didn't have to support its weight. All it had to do was propel itself with its legs and it was just no problem. See ya. Go on. Animals are so adaptable, man. It's like sometimes I just feel it's crazy the shit that gets humans hung up. You know what I mean? Sometimes I feel like we're so inferior in some ways that, like, just something – somebody can look at you the wrong way and it just fucks your whole day up. You know what I mean? Versus, like, an animal that, like, gets yeah. his paw caught in a trap and it's like, all right, well, where's the food? Because I still got to eat and, like, that's whatever. Like, Yo, Jake, if we go sit out in the sun of the wrong beach yeah. for an hour and a half longer than we should, we're fucking shot. For You're, like, in a hospital, dude. Yeah. Laying in bed, dude. I need, Covered in I blisters need, and shit. Like, yeah, dude. Come on, man. We're, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, at least fair-skinned people like us. You know what yeah, I mean? Right, but yeah. it's like it's the truth, dude. Like there's no resilience. It's like I, I, I say stuff like that all the time, man. It's like we're well, not made for this planet. We should Well, be here. we're not we're not made for survivability uh, in the in the elements. Well, that's the thing. We're made though. for building shit. I was thinking about a funny thing today, man. It's like I wonder – I was watching the dog just sniff the ground. I was taking her outside to walk, and she, like she could fucking just sniff. She'd either be – if she was outside all the time, she'd either be laying down sleeping – or chasing something or sniffing the ground. Like she's yeah. always she's either unconscious or occupied completely. And I wonder if the the like when we started to get bigger brains through our evolution, I wonder if the kind of phenomenon occurred where like I wonder if some of the shit we started to develop, like what if technology just kind of came out of boredom of like the fact that you have a larger brain therefore monotonous stuff might not Word. really occupy. Like if you it's easier for you to find food, therefore you have more time. 
What are you gonna do with that time? What Just bang, a, with bang a couple time. rocks together. One of them gets sharp. You're like, oh shit! You cut your hand. You're like, oh, cut my hand. Maybe you can cut an animal's throat. Or like, you know what I mean? Like. Yeah, but you know what? To, to, think be about to, how that, to be at that point, like, yeah. yeah but my yeah, point yeah. is just that I, all that stuff must just snowball and snowball and snowball and snowball and snowball to the point where, like, we have the fact that you're 800 miles away from me, right? You know what I mean? Like, right. Well, this is the other side of that too, though, Jake. Because you think about, like, this is one of the things I'm always thinking about. Is like when I, when you're doing a project that you've never done before, you've decided that you're going to do something, and you're going to, I, for me, it's like you're going to build something, or you're going to yeah. work on something that you need to set up. You've never done this before. Okay. Okay. Even though, yeah, people have been figuring out problem-solving skills for a very long time, but you, as an individual, still get through that task. Yeah. By the end of it, guaranteed, you're like, dude, I can do that a dozen times in a row, no problem now. Yeah. Even if you do it from scratch, no, right. I'm not talking about putting a table together that came right. in a box. I'm talking about legit building something and figuring something. As you're doing it, you're problem-solving the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. So as individuals, we have the ability to do that so fast. Mm. Mm-hmm. But as a society too, it took it's it's it's, everything. Ca- it's, like, it's, it's just exponential. exponential. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, dude. It's just so it blows my mind how we do stuff like that. But then at the same time, dude, if I go hiking in a wrong plot, spot at the wrong time, something with teeth and claws is going to eat me right. still. And you have literally no weapons built onto your Nothing body. Nothing to do. None. Your teeth are not like, sharp. You don't have claws. Your muscles nope. are weak compared to every other mammal. Yes. Your reflexes best, are slow yeah. compared to every other animal. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not gonna be able to climb trees as fast. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna be able to jump over rocks as fast. Yeah, it blows my mind, dude. And these animals are underground right now, immune to cancer, and can breed forever. Forever, yeah, yep. forever. <laughs> it's insane. It's absolutely insane, dude. Mm-hmm. But that was one of the, dude. It's like the 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 thing with those um queens breeding like that, dude. Yeah. Those ants. It was blowing my mind, man. Absolutely astounded me how that like they will they would go into another place and just like all right nope this you're gonna be your your species is gonna become this species my species is just gonna destroy you and take you over and everything like that but they're also working with a bigger organism she would create that and do that dude and make that hive become part of a whole another super colony and it's like this huge. That's crazy. Thing that all decides to work together. Dude, imagine if human beings worked together as well as ants. Imagine if you had a hundred million people. Yeah, I guess the question is to what goal? <laughs> the same well that's to what thing. goal? Because that's the thing, is like when do you decide that we have our shit together enough to actually do that and decide what would be the best thing to do with that energy. Sustainable energy right now. Because if, you, our, if we our, had the ability to collab energy. like that 100 years ago, we for sure would have just decimated our life on the planet by accident. Because we'd be like, oh, we just need to build the biggest coal factory that we could possibly make and pump – you know what I mean? Like, Well, yeah, but I mean – but essentially, Jake, that has happened. But in that – in the time of us doing those types of things – We've realized that this isn't good for us. It's because because of the longevity it takes for all these things to occur. Yeah. With our with our ability to do it, it does. It takes too long. I want to comment real quick. Uh, I see in the chat, Joe says the elevated thinking that humans have comes from the need to compensate for our inferiorities, just like nukes and guns. It's about yeah. power and survivability. I agree with that, I, and I yeah. think the way that I would springboard off of that kind of is that if you re- yes, on the individual level, we're kind of helpless but yeah. as as a whole we develop these technologies that allow the human race overall to survive overall so if to, you think to about to it the super forward. organism 
that human beings are. Yeah. Where we're at now with the nukes and the guns, Joe, is that you got to think about it. That's to really quote, be looking out for everybody else. Yeah. Because you don't want inhumane things going on. Inhumane human beings, we all should have the same kind of idealisms and morals and everything like that. So when you look at it like that, we are a super organism on for this sure. planet. Without yeah, the trick doubt. the trick is to be in the mentality of to plant the trees that in two generations they can enjoy the fruits of. Yes. You know what I mean? And it's just yeah. tough because our monkey brain our wants monkey brain like... wants immediate gratification for everything, yeah. but our human brain there there's always that battle going on between immediate gratification and prolonged gratification. Yes. You know, yes. and it's 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 hard enough to do something that you're going to get gratification from in 10 years, let alone in two generations two generations right you know what i mean right forget about your your children's children like it's so hard to think about you know yeah oh yeah and forget about someone else's children's children well yeah that's even further removed three four gener what do you think four generations ago from my age right now so five six six generations about a hundred years yeah yeah they didn't at all and now and now everything's built yeah everything yeah, now cities have to uh, – yeah, it's crazy because it's like there are cities you can go to right now where it's very obvious they were built for, before cars didn't exist. Very obvious. Well, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> now it's like you can't you can't disregard that at all. It's going to make it, puke. It, under 100 years, things become a part of society to the point where you literally have to consider them in everything you do. Yeah. Bananas. Ugh. So you want to you want to go on to ants? Speaking of hyper colonies and hive minds I and shit, uh, I don't even know if I want to go into ants now. Now I feel like we've sprung board into the resilient animal of human beings. <laughs> well, that comes up in every conversation you and I have. So yeah, exactly. I know. You know. Um, yeah, I, I I try to do as much as I could on ants, dude. It's ridiculous because I really just paid attention to that one super colony of mountain ants okay that yeah it was that was pretty much my main my main goal it was wild to think about how they do have different types of battles and everything like that but they don't share the same parents Mm. a lot of colonies and stuff like that like they have the same parent they have like that one um that one queen the one queen that gives birth to all of them and like you said with bees where the one queen is the thing that gives birth to that one other queen that's Mm -hmm. next in line these super colonies have like millions of queens that's crazy. And because dude. of the breeding process, they're they're interbreeding not, with each other. So what, stuff like what, that, geographically, but, I don't know if you know the answer to this, but geographically, what are these super colonies like? Where are they at? I don't. They, I, it's I not mean, one. It's, it's not like one mound next to your mound, house dude, that has a million queens. It's like miles and miles of mounds. Dude. Of a, there yeah. are these tons of these mounds. So it's well. Listen, this is the other aspect too, dude. Is they were talking the numbers of ants in these certain half a billion ants in certain of these colonies and everything like mm-hmm. that. But you got to, you know, yeah, half a billion. But they, they can probably fit in, you know, a very small area in ratio to what we're thinking of a half a billion people. Yeah, you know what okay. I'm saying. Um, but they have all these other queens or all the multitude of queens. So when they're breeding, they're not related to each other. But they're all working together. Yeah. And they say that – Because you know, that doesn't matter, yeah. Yeah. It usually doesn't work like that though. You know what I'm saying? Whoa. But if you think about a family unit of people – hi, cat. Funky. <laughs> if you think about a family unit of people, they usually tend to work together better. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But at this, yeah, it's, it was just – Well, yeah. It depends wild. on what they're working toward I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. 
That's, <laughs> I, I don't really know what else. I don't really. There's too many things about ants. I don't remember any of this crap I had. <laughs> I really don't, dude. I don't. Ants definitely. They 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 believe that ants have 15 to 25 percent of the biomass on the planet. Yeah, that's fucking crazy because that's they're like crazy, dude. so small. Yes, they're extremely tiny. So if you think about that, like that's like the grain of sand to the stars ratio kind of mm-hmm. thing. Like what? Mm-hmm. What? They outnumber us by like billions, mm. like hundreds of yes, billions. individuals. Yes, hundreds of billions. Yeah, hundreds even, of billions. But even so, their biomass outnumbers us like a hundred to one. That's what's insane too. Mm-hmm. So think about that. Like all those ants to just be able to form you, and then everybody else on the planet, and then add a bunch more, and add a, and then add like. <laughs> Like a bunch, just like a bunch more. One, two, three. Yeah, like a bunch, dude. Yeah, a bunch. At least like four or five. Hmm. At least minimum, minimum. Yeah, I would say maybe ten, ten or more. <laughs> um, just as for... there's an ant on my screen. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. There is. Don't freak yep. out. It's okay. It's so all part of the simulation. Ants evolved from like a wasp. Oh, Justin. Justin. Sorry, Justin. That was Justin. My bad. So they so ants all evolved from a similar wasp type. Yeah, so that's something interesting to Back. mention that that wa- my look, wasps stop are closely related to ants. Ants, right? Yes, they're not close to bees. Not at they're all. Totally different. Yep. Yes, totally yeah. different animal. So, wow, I just thought about that. A yellow faced or, or a white faced hornet is probably similar to like a bullet ant. Yeah, for sure. But the, the pain that ants, those things bring to you. Yeah, because wasps don't sting, right? They just bite. Um, I think they can sting you too. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure. If anybody knows, I don't know if why. I think anybody watching Google do wasp do wasps sting or and or bite and let I us think know. they do both, dude. I'm almost positive they do both. You could be right, but I, there aren't any stinging ants, are there? There's just biting ants. Miley, you got to stop hitting the microphone, buddy. No, ant. Well, the ants will actually during these. Like, dude, these different mounds will have battles against each other. Uh-huh. And what they'll do is is they'll all go at it fighting, and it can take, like, weeks for one of these battles to go on between, Whoa. like, a, a like adverse colonies and stuff. And at first they go up to each other, and they're kind of, like, cool about it, but they're just okay. kind of, like, rubbing antennas, and all of a sudden they're like, you're not on my team! They realize it, dude, yeah. and they go at it. So what happens They're like, is, wow, you smell kind of funny. What are you, you from around here? No, I'm not. Are you from around? Oh, shit. Joe, Joe looked it up, I guess. He said wasps can sting, and they can sting more than once. Yeah, As opposed to a honeybee, okay. they sting you, and it rips out their guts their when they guts. leave. Kind of a shitty uh, evolutionary trait, isn't it? No, it makes you really commit, dude. Think about if human beings, if they knew they killed somebody, they instantly like if you were gonna if you if you were gonna if you were in the street in an argument and you decide you want to punch that guy in the face. And but you, you would die. But you would die afterward. Imagine how different this. How would bad be. do you really want to punch him in the face? <laughs> right. Wow. That's crazy. What a thing to think. And about. you know you're not. It's like about the same thing because you know you're not going to kill the guy because I don't think I don't think bees necessarily kill anything by stinging it. They're not well, a predator. Not they don't kill. Well, they're not all of us. They're not a pre- Well, yeah, but that's a weird genetic quirk. I think. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, they, it's they, they're not intending to ever kill anything by stinging it. So they're risking their life for the the greater good of the hive to protect the hive to just be like, hey, hit, get get out of here, oh, get wrong. come on, yeah, yeah right. and I'm dead. <laughs> I done told you. <laughs> um, so yeah, so they they evolved from wasps, right? Yeah, dude, 
in the Crustaceous period. Cretaceous. Like Hold on. Stuff. So you're saying that wasps were first evolutionarily? That's what I. That's what I've read. That's what I saw. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I found. Interesting. They Go also on. know that they we 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 like they think this is estimated that we've only really identified like half of the no like half of the species that we believe of exists ants. on the planet. We've only identified a little over half. And how many species are there? They they're estimating over twenty thousand. So and they we've done we... like twelve. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And I think now. I, I guess that begs the, the the follow-up question. How do you even fucking say that? How do you how do you say how like, do we, we know, think do we there might be yeah, we think there might be like uh, 80% more than what we've already found. And it must be the rate at which they're continuing to discover new ones and they're just projecting them? those well, numbers. Think about it, dude. 12,000 different types. Well, th- just think about this, dude. How often do you think people just come across shit? That is not cataloged in the scientific you know, literature, yeah. and they just don't fucking know. They're like, oh, that kind of looks like that thing. I was, you know what I mean? How often do you think regular well, people see something that is not in the scientific knowledge yeah. and just dismiss it or don't even think about it at all? You, you and I might have might have come across a dozen each ant species mm-hmm. and not, not had a second thought about, I wonder yeah. if this is in the encyclopedia if I look it up. Well, Jake, think about all the stuff that we just talked about about a mole rat and the scientists that discovered that thing didn't dive any deeper mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying because of something like that they wouldn't even why if you're not going to look into it how are you going to know and if you're not jo- specifically joe says no. joe says using phylogenies trees you can detect gaps in evolution so that's how they estimate oh i totally understand what you just said thank you so much joe i totally Off of trees you're probably talking about trees phylogenic using phylogenic trees you can detect gaps in evolution so that's how they estimate i don't really know what that means yeah um, it sure sounds good it sounds right yeah. Using phylogenetic trees. We gotta trees. get Joe on this podcast. I, it sounds like it. Sounds like sounds you need like, Joe on this. Podcast. Sounds like his gears are turning. His yeah, absolutely. That's <laughs> fantastic. Um. Oh my internet. Yeah, I don't know, dude. My it, stream's it, dropping in quality. Sorry, everybody watching. I can see the the stream dropping. Anyway. Um. I Johnny's think, building some kind of weird emoji shaped Pikachu. Yeah, a a, a mega a, a, a mega emoji. A Voltron, a Voltron emoji. Yeah, made up of smaller emojis. Okay, we're back and clear. Okay. Um. So yeah, so that's so that's ants. Yeah, I really, dude. I it's all animals just blow my mind. They fucking do, man. I, they I really do, man. How can, can? But how are you gonna sit there? Like, you think about that, dude. Twelve thousand, twelve thousand plus species identified. Twelve thousand different species. That's fucking. Bananas. And this is my other thing too, dude. Is, you know, do they? <laughs> Could twelve thousand different species? That's ridiculous, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Don't you think that's ridiculous? Even, that is. How that many is different ridiculous. types of birds do you think there are? Probably more than that. You think so? Yeah. I don't think that there's more. Hey, uh, Joe, tell us please uh, how many species of birds species are known. Species of birds that there are. Species of birds. Because what? Please. There's over three hundred different species of sharks that we know of. Dude, birds. Birds are like some of the most diverse organisms on the planet. Yeah. Don't forget they came from dinosaurs. Agreed. And they and they've and they've ended up on all these different continents to fit all these ecological niches, dude. They're yeah. on, they're even in the Antarctic, which there's very right. few species in the Arctic, dude. Right, right. Yes, you're absolutely right. Then the, well, think about it. Yeah, but dude, all right, that's those are well. Are there any primarily all aquatic birds? Penguins. 
penguins are completely aquatic? No. They're not. No. There's but no they're probably the most aquatic the birds. Always. They're probably the, there are no water breathing birds, if that's what you're asking. I'm not asking if there's water breathing birds. I'm just uh, like a duck? They, they... Between nine and ten thousand, he says. So that's pretty close. Nine and ten thousand. Wow. Okay. Wow. Okay. All right. Okay, that kind of puts things in Thank perspective. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Joe. Um yeah. yeah, I mean I think probably it's probably a t- aquatic, probably ducks ducks and like uh herons and stuff like that like stuff that just spend all day and on because yeah because well yeah i guess penguins only go in the water when they're hunting yeah they always Otherwise, they're there's a, birds always find land bird are always on birds are always on land at some point yeah that's true what would you know what i mean what, yeah it yeah because they got they all lay their eggs on land none of them lay their eggs in the water right oh man we that's gotta true. do we yeah. can do we gotta do a crazy bird episode that'd be fun that would be fun Birds are fucking fascinating, dude. Well, you know what's funny is I just realized something. As I'm sitting there, I'm like, 12,000, that's insane, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, birds, you know how many birds? Dude, there's over a 1,000 different species of tardigrades. And here we go. (laughs) Like, I just realized that. Like, I forgot that that was one of the things that I was talking about. Or that was one of the things I was like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, you know? and obviously, folks, this is all stuff that we've looked up on the internet. Different, you know. I don't know if that needs books to be said. and all that crap. Yeah, this is not well. Some of it, yeah. I think the coyote stuff is the only stuff I pulled out of my head. Yeah, because Joe Rogan yeah, you know, talks I about coyotes I didn't have any incessantly. Paper. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, but I didn't. T- well, yeah, we could talk about tardigrades, but I still have one thing I need to talk about. What? Cockroaches. <gasps> oh god, that's right. Cockroaches. cockroaches. But we'll do what tardigrades is it? first. Is it? What? What's your question? Just, I, I thought we needed to do the ad by nine, but I could be wrong. Uh, I think we. I think that was. I think that was on the copy. I think that was, was on it? the copy. Yeah, I think it was. Uh, hold on. Let me just. Let me just get it. Uh. Yeah. So, so folks, we, uh, we have a new sponsor this week. Um. But so I, I just have to kind of go through. I can't, they don't want me to just kind of spill the beans right away. I kind of have to run through um, kind of a scenario, basically, to a bit of an advertisement, if you will. So Joe will kind of play the part of um, the you know he the un, the unknowing party. I don't know he, what it is. I don't know what it is. So you need to tell me. Okay. So I'm just going to run you through a scenario, a couple scenarios. Um, one scenario: uh, you you have jury duty. You go to jury duty, you sit down, you know, you're stuck there. You're not going anywhere. And, in, you know, an older gentleman sits next to you and you make a comment to him, man, this is this is taking a long time. Uh, and he says, why you think this is taking a long time? I uh, went to my grandson's spelling bee the other day and I got there three hours early and immediately you're, fuck, I should not have spoken to this person. Next, <laughs> next scenario, you're in line at the grocery store. And there's people behind you, there's people in front of you, and the person at the checkout, they froze the fucking credit card machine. You're going to be there for a minute. The lady behind you says, well, your your earlobes look exactly like my grandson. Let me show you this picture. And she takes out her cell phone, and you're fucking trapped. You're not going anywhere. You're not going anywhere. You're not going anywhere. Both of these scenarios, would you agree that you look you look around, you check, you have... You're at a dearth of fucks to give. A dearth? Yeah. A dearth you have a, of fucks? You have, you have no fucks to give about what dearth. this person's a saying. A dearth? A dearth means a gap, a lack of. 
there's where you're looking for some, there is none. You have no fucks to give in these situations. I have a gap of, of fucks to give. Yeah. I, I ran out. I haven't gotten any yet. And you are interacting with me when I have no fucks to give. No fucks to give. Right. Okay. Our okay. new sponsor for this week is a company called Spare Fucks. <laughs> no way. Oh, my God, dude. Yep. I've been waiting for something like this yep. to come out. So what, they, so what their product is, it's a little tin. It's a little tin similar to like Altoids or something. Not sponsored by Altoids, but it's a similar kind of tin. You just kind of keep it with you. And these scenarios occur in which you understand that you're not going anywhere. It would be better for both parties involved if you just had a fuck to give. If you could just give a fuck about what this person was saying to you, you could interact with them. They could get some from it. It would just be an overall better situation. You pop one of these spare fucks and suddenly you care about this lady's grandson's earlobes and the picture she's about to show you on her phone. Are there side effects to? Uh, yes. To yes. A, uh, a little bit of anal leakage. What Just a caring? little bit. Do you uh, ever have like slight caring? Like an, like a, like a lasting kind of uh, giving a lasting a, caring. Like, uh, like about just things in general or about like what Senses old ladies say and the, uh, a little bit of euphoria because it makes you actually give a shit. So you become you start enjoying yourself in the situation immediately. Oh wow! But the only negative side effect really is is about twelve hours later, you, your butt leaks a little, just a little bit. That's yeah, but that's common yeah. in pretty much anything that we do nowadays as humans. But let yeah. me ask you this: sure. Is it possible that they could have called this canafiels? Can of feels, yeah, yeah, maybe. Like all of a sudden, you catch a can of feels. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, you know what? I'll pass that along to my contact at Spare. Fox. I would, by all means, dude. If they're not, if the if the launch hasn't occurred yet, mm-hmm. it has. Well, it has. you know what? Packaging, it's on the market. Packaging yeah. is exists. Yeah, it's done. yeah, it's done. Hey I'm man, gonna come trademark that yourself. I'm gonna, I'm gonna but anyway, chemist, anyway, I'm gonna have my chemist break this spare, stuff down. Sparefucks.com. Sparefucks.com, put in this uh, offer code Super Serial. You get your first 10 of Sparefucks for free. And if you don't like them, you get your money back. So you really can't lose. <laughs> um, the, what, something that just popped into my head, though, is if you take one of these spare fucks, like when you're just trying to think about, like if you're happy about your purchase, does that make you suddenly happy suddenly. with your purchase? And then. I think I, I already know. have buyer's remorse. And you haven't even bought it yet. I haven't even bought it yet. Wow. These are probably – all right. I'll bring these up with Listen, my contact. Listen, you know what? Um, maybe we'll cut we – maybe sponsors. Yeah, you know what? Let's, we'll we accept their sponsors. money for this for this episode. We thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you, Spare Fucks. fucks. You probably um, should have given me a fucking sample. Yeah, I did not get a sample. I did not get a sample because, because I'll tell you what. I don't give a fuck often. And if they gave me, <laughs> and I, you know what? Yeah, I don't give a fuck right now. <laughs> Cheers to that, my friend. Uh, but anyway, thanks for uh, thanks to Spare Fox and get your shit together before you give us any more money, please. Anyway, get your shit together dot com. That might be that might be a future sponsor. We're in talks right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, thank water you f- bears. Um, we can do yeah. Let's do let's do tardigrades, man. What? Let's hit water it. Water bears. If Joe is you still here, moss piglet up in this bitch. Moss piglet, tardigrade, water bear, all the above. Silky little dehydrated cocoon. Yep. If anyone can see, look on your screen. There's a picture of a, I believe, is a microscopic image of a water bear. You should have gotten the most creepy one you could have found. It's pretty creepy. Yeah. It's pretty creepy. 
They're all creepy, dude. They look like some kind of fucking weird eight-legged monster. That's exactly what they are. Yeah, except that. Do you know those eight legs make them swim? Really? Yeah, they're like. Do go on, sir. No, I'm not gonna. That's a creepy picture. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Yeah, they're insane little. They're insane little fuckers, dude. They really, really are. They're very tiny too. Insanely tiny. They think that they could get no bigger than one millimeter. One and a half is what I read. One and a half, yeah, but usually don't get any bigger than one. One millimeter. To be clear, one millimeter is visible to the naked eye. 100%. 100%. Even though 100%. all the same articles said they can only be viewed with a microscope, you can definitely that's, see a millimeter yeah, with the naked that's eye. That's visible. I feel yeah. like that is extremely visible. 100% visible. that I have not found a tardigrade. I think that's going to be one of the things. I want to I want to hold a tardigrade. I want to pet a tardigrade, maybe caress I it. I want a tardigrade. Oh, my God. Pet tardigrade? tardigrade tardigradefarm.com. Oh, my God. Joey, <laughs> get on it. <laughs> Oh man! They Fuck sea monkeys, anywhere. dude. Tardigrades can live anywhere. All right. So to be clear, all these all these facts we're about anywhere. to spew about tardigrades. There are about eleven hundred species of tardigrades, maybe a little more. Yep. When we say tardigrades can this, tardigrades can that, there are different species that have these characteristics. It's not you can't just take any tardigrade. You can't take the same tardigrade and throw it in the Arctic tundra. Take that same one and throw it in a thermal vent at the bottom of the ocean, and it's not work. they're not not the same one. No. No. But tardigrades are one a, a genus, a, I guess. Genus. And uh, yeah. tar, tardigradus or something. And I might have tardigradus. It's the word. Did for... I make that up? I really feel like nope. I made that up. No, tardigradus, and it means slow stepper. Slow stepper. I really did just take tardigrade Tardigra- and, and it fucking worked. He named them tardigrada. It was a, uh, yeah, tardigrades were discovered by a German pastor named Jonathan August Ephraim. Ephraim. What year was that? Of course it was like a 15,000 name. Why did people have so many damn names back in the day? Probably to pay homage to their families and stuff. We only have small ones. That's why we have 4,500 fucking John Smiths in the fucking phone book. Anyway, it was in 1776 that somebody first discovered these creatures. Oh, jo- uh, Justin Justin came on and said discovered in 1773. I don't know who's right. Ooh. I don't know. It wasn't 73. In 76, an Italian clergyman, a biologist, discovered that the water bears survived extreme conditions by making transformations. They actually changed to adapt in individuals. So that's like me walking into a tundra mm-hmm. in the middle of winter and growing fur. Holy shit. Equate it that way. Now, does so that fur grow? Justin, good correction. Does that fur grow at the same rate that your dick and balls shrivel up into your abdomen? Or is I would it... assume so. It's okay. got to be one fluid motion if I'm going one, to adapt to that Just one fluid motion. One the Frank- fluid motion. Franken beans inside the body. You bring the testosterone inside, it pushes the hair outside. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> you know? <laughs> That is fantastic. All just right, guys, real, thanks just for straight. tuning in. We've had a great show. It's not going to get much better than that. Um, this was fun. Take care. No, for real, though. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so um, what do I – I have very little about them. I just happen to kind of know a few things, I guess. So tardigrades as a species or as a genus – 
um, can withstand extreme temperatures, both hot and cold, extreme pressures, both low and high, lack of air, meaning like a vacuum, yeah, extreme radiation, dehydration, meaning lack of water, and also starvation by making these crazy changes to their body. Now, to be clear, when you say things like dehydration and like lack of air, the way that they survive these a lot of these extreme temperatures is by basically going into a hibernation state. Yeah. It's called cryptobiosis. Like, what is it? Cryptobiosis. Cryptobiosis. Thank you. Crisp, cryptobiosis. It's like an almost it's it's like you know how like people go into a vegetated state like a coma? I do. That's probably the closest thing that I would I would equate it to. Except their metabolism stops. Exactly. It's People like in a vegetative dead. state like still need nutrients. Dead. Yeah, it's like it's like they're dead, except they can be reanimated when the conditions are more habitable. And they turn into these little balls. They're called tun. T u t u n. It's called a tun state. Yeah, tun. It's tun. It's tun. I think it's like tin. Tun. Tun state. Not tin. Not tun. Not ton. Not ton. Tun. 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 Yeah, sounds like like Vietnamese or something. Tin. Is that like did 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 Attila the Hun come up with that? I think he did. I think he discovered Attila, tardigrades. Attila the Hun. <laughs> that's that's a topic for a podcast. Oh yeah, that's insane. Um, oh yeah, or we could just play Dan Carlin's episode over <laughs> ours. And I was just gonna say yeah, just just tune into Dan Carlin, folks. Obviously, he did. His Listen, research. Justin. Justin <laughs> came on and said, uh, "Johan August Ephraim G. Goes was the first to describe tardigrades in 1773, and then he put a little smiley face with his tongue out." Got it. Good. I was off. I said I. Cor- I. I agreed. I said Justin had it. He said oh, he nailed it. Oh. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm oh sorry. yeah. Oh no. 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 I did. I corrected myself. I'm it was sorry. in 1776 that um. 1776 is when we signed a Declaration of Independence, making America goddamn. <laughs> the last time it was great. <laughs> the last time it was great. The last year was great. Oh. No, he nailed it. He did. He had that right. Okay, thanks, Justin. Yeah, thank you. Um. um so yeah, so the so the crazy thing about that tune state, um, the tune state, mm-hmm. well, the way I understand is that like they have some sort of chemicals in their body that. Like if so if you were to like freeze a tardigrade, the mm-hmm. reason their cells don't rupture is because their cells become embedded in like a weird like matrix of some sort of something. I don't know. I don't quite understand it, but something happens where their cell – like I think what happens is that in their cells, the water is replaced with a different chemical. Chemical, yes, and it actually – it it, it, it um, protects their organs – because water, when yeah. it free, the reason, all right. So the reason you can't take a human being and freeze them and then reanimate them is because water because expands. Of the of crystals. Right, the water expands and will yes. burst. So that's why when you freeze a strawberry and thaw it, it becomes mush because this this sh- the uh, the uh, the water turning into ice it expands and bursts the cell walls. The same thing happens. That's why you get fucking frostbite because your cells are just destroyed. They're fucking done. Destroyed. They're just yeah. destroyed. Yes. Yes. Tardigrades, this doesn't happen to because they replace the water in their cells with a different chemical that their body produces. Yeah. And then oh, when the water becomes the available. I can't remember the name of it, too, dude. I, I remember, I, yeah, I I remember reading down. that. I didn't write it down either. Yeah. I had so much stuff written down, too, dude. And I got my paperwork mixed up with a whole bunch of other crap that I had one other time. The dog ate it. Of course I did. Whatever. 
You done goofed, man. <laughs> you I done goofed. Have you, have you seen that video, the you done goofed video? Do you know what that's from? I have no idea what that even is. Okay. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break it down for you real quick, and then I need you to watch the video. Come say hi to your cousin, Joey. Oh. What? She said Jake? no. No, nope. I said her cousin, Joey. Oh. Oh. Gotcha. I'm like, I'm like, you are cousin Joey. No, I'm cousin Joey. Lauren's got a cousin Joey. Got it. Anyways, yep. um, so the you done goofed video to take a totally different tangent. <clears throat> what that tangent. video, what that video is. We should it, rename this podcast Tangent City. There's well, I, there's a podcast I listen to called Tangentially Speaking. Tangent, that is awesome. Oh my, it's God. great. You would actually, great. you would probably really like the podcast. But anyway. <laughs> What is it? Tangentially speaking, with Doctor Chris Ryan. Oh, Chris Ryan, I know that name. Yeah, you know Chris Ryan. He wrote Sex at Dawn, the book about why humans are promiscuous. Okay. okay. Tangentially speaking. Tangentially. Yeah, I'll find it. Anyways, um, so this video, there's a video that came on the internet probably eight years ago, something like that. And this girl who her, – her, like, online alias was Jessie Slaughter, and she was, like, this scene punk kind of goth rocker chick that I think was, like, 13. And this whole thing happened on the internet where she may or may not had sexual relations with somebody. Ooh. And it kind of got out into the public internet forum that she was involved in. And, and people tried to – People started, like, cyberbullying her about the whole thing. Like, she sent some guy, like, nude pictures or something, and she's, like, a child. You know what I mean? So it was, like, you're, okay. like, but whatever. So she makes this video where she's on the, the talking into the video camera, just crying. And her, and what happened was people started, like, calling her house and harassing her and stuff. And her father and her mother, I think were her adopted father and mother, obviously were now involved because they live in the house, too. And yeah. so she's trying to talk into the camera and kind of be like super melodramatic about the whole thing to try to make like a real juicy crying fucking video. But the father's like really mad and he's like getting in the camera and he doesn't know anything about technology of internet or anything. And he's saying shit like, we've notified the cyber police and you're all going to go to jail. <laughs> and dude, he goes on and on and on yelling into the camera. You're all going to be arrested. And could there will be consequences? And because because you done goofed, and you like, done, oh, and he's like this old, he's done. like this old skinny man with like a big mustache, and he oh, has no awesome. fucking clue about anything. All he, done all he knows is that, dude, all he knows is that there's people in the computer who harassed his daughter, <laughs> and there will be, and he, and then the best line is he goes. And consequences will never be the same. Like he he can't even <laughs> couldn't even he, process. He can't even yeah. He can't even fucking never do be the same. Yeah, it was it's so good. Constantly dude. changing consequences for what they, you've done. Yep, ever ever evolving and changing consequences oh, for your actions. God. Yeah, well, you got you. So look it up. I'll, have I'll, to look it up. I'll send I'll you. Have a, to look I'll it up. find it for you and I'll send you a link and okay. we can talk about it next time. But it's the best video ever to have ever come on the internet. Sick. Um, okay. Sadly, though, the girl um, is continued to be a wreck, and it, uh, she has just been a mental mess, from what I understand, since that whole time. And that's a shame. No, that's that. Uh, the guy has since passed away. The father, 
Uh, the oh. girls, I think, has been in and out of foster homes. The video itself, in a micro, oh. in, in in itself, if you take it just how it is, is hilarious. I wish you bananas. had just ended that story where you ended. You know what, dude? You done goofed. I didn't goof though because you, you get, just because did. you're still gonna you love the video. Gave me too much info, dude. You're still gonna I was love on, the video. You brought, I was up here, bro, mm -hmm. and I was looking forward to something, and then you brought me right down. You're still gonna love you the see video. See how you're trust putting me. that cat down? Yeah, that's what you that's did what to I my did emotions. To, that's what I did to your heart. I'm sorry. Yeah. Listen, anyway, Anyways. anyway, during cryptobiosis, yeah. tardigrades actually lessen their metal bottle, metabolic me activity. Me metal Metabolic, metabolic, metabolic. You're an asshole. Shut up. Give me a goddamn second, all right? I'm just dealing with the emotional me, roller coaster you just sent me on. Give me a second. Sometimes I'm not going to be able to speak clearly. I wasn't Continue. speaking clearly. That was mispronouncing words. Continue. That is a cute cat. That is he's, a cute cat. He's the best. They bring that down to like 0.01%. Their metabolic rate, you said. Yes, thank you. Okay. Their organs are protected by a gel called trehalose, T-R-E-H-A-L-O-S-E. Okay. I cannot remember the name, but that was the chemical that you were talking about that helped them with that. You know what I mean? Makes mm -hmm. a, a larger amount of an, um, antibiotics and everything like that to just sustain the, just sustain them while they're in the tomb. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Yeah. Uh, Joe, by the way, Joe commented on here. He said, a crazy thing about them is that when they asexually reproduce, the female lays an egg that is able to self-fertilize. Exactly. Yes. That's they bananas. Can all, but they can't. Oh, yeah. Thanks for stealing the fact, Joe. No. They can also, but not only that, but they can also they can reproduce asexually, is like both ways. You know what I'm saying? They can both reproduce ways. regularly, regularly. Oh, you know, okay. Like the, the old boink a doink, yep. or the old knocking boots. Do it on their own, which also brings up those freaking crayfish. That's like those crayfish. Wait, so why do they even bother having sex if they can just? Oh, for genetic diversity, I guess, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Did you if see they, the new Wonder if they Woman can movie? Bang, uh, yeah, I did. Do you remember the scene when they were on the boat? Yeah. And she was like, he was like trying to talk about sex with her. And she was like, well, no, I, I get that. Like, and I know men are like needed for reproduction, but yeah. they're really not needed for pleasure. And I was like, right. oh, uh, snap, oh, snap, snap those that. girls are diddling each other. What? Damn. So she's still single, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gal Gadot is a smoke Good. show. What's Gal Gadot? Gal Gadot, Gal Gadot, Gal Gadot is the actress who plays Wonder Woman. That's her name? Yeah, she's Israeli, I think. Really? Her... Oh, man, that means she's a legit soldier. She has been a, yeah, 18 years old. Absolutely, soldier, dude. Yeah. Israel, Israel you know, knows what's tangent, up. Tangent, tangent, wouldn't that be so great for us, dude? Wouldn't that be so great for, for Americans? Every have to have military service. Dude, it's only going to propel you. We were just talking about this the other day. Jay, if Jay's listening, have a shout out. Jay, me and Jay were talking about this, I think it was yesterday, mm -hmm. about how crucial that would be. And he was also talking about how he would love if the draft existed. Because the draft would give a lot of people that are protesting wars and stuff like that purpose in the aspect of like, oh, well, I don't want to go. And, I, and I'm like, well, yeah, dude, that makes perfectly good sense because why wouldn't we all want to work towards something? When a draft occurs and we actually have to draft people, mm -hmm. they question what those people did. What do you do for work? 
Well, when they're, you're trying to get that mass amount of people into something, into into war and everything like that, you need people that are painting tanks. You need people that are building aircraft. You're an engineer? Oh, my God. Well, or you were you were this, you were that? Then they try to put you in those lines of work when they need mass amount of people like that. Do they? They try to do that? Oh, absolutely. 100%, dude. I don't know nothing about how they Well, this draft. is the thing, though, too, dude. His draft was well before our life. I think it was, I don't, it was Vietnam was the last draft. I don't know necessarily that I agree with the idea of a draft, but I like the idea of when you become – when you turn 18, you have to you're go do a, military service. You have to go Jake do military service. And if we happen to be in a time of, you know – This is the difference. A draft you can avoid, mandatory military service, you're doing it. Right. And in a country like ours – I don't want to, and that's part of my freedoms. Yeah, but I mean, if if when you turned eighteen, you had to, you like it. It's ingrained. In it the would society. be a different. Listen, it, I'm not, it, right, I'm not right. personally. I'm not personally saying I don't want to, and that's part of my freedoms. I I would love that ideal. You right. know what I mean? Right. I would. You know. So, I think it's a good idea. I thought I thought it was a really good idea. That would I think that would be dope. Yeah. Jeff Chen. Jeff Chen, what's up? Jeff Chen Jeff is on. He, he says, I'm reporting both of you to the cyber police in all caps. <laughs> <laughs> Do your worst, Jeff. Do your worst, I can, Jeff. I, can take I swear to God, if we police. get shut down, I'm going to find you. Oh. And I'm going to hug you. Now he's like working furiously. Jeff Chen, Jeff Chen right about now. to get it. About Jeff Chen. About I was to talking to him earlier. I, I did so fun. I love. I, I was always laughing about how you guys call him Jeff Chen because I had a group of people that called him Joey Hutnick all the time. And it, I, I always don't know what it is. I don't know what it is because he's not Jeff. He, <laughs> Jeff not Chen goes, me. "Take me." <laughs> I don't know if that's like "take me" or like "take me." It just says "take me." I don't, I don't it know. means "take me, bro." Take me. Oh I'm, my I'm god! Ready. Take me. You can have me. We are we are we are totally tangenting away from tardigrades. That's fine. I haven't even talked about cockroaches yet. Oh, he said, "Take me, Liam Neeson style." Like, oh, wait, like take me as take in the in? way the wait as in the way the girl was taken. Do you, like you want to be a sex slave or like you want to get beat the fuck out of the way Liam Neeson did to everybody in that movie? I'm not doing either of those things, to you, Jeff Chen. So worry not, friend. I'm just gonna take it as what the well. <laughs> Jeff Chen has kung fu in his blood, so a half kung fu. Oh my god, dude! I saw this fantastic thing today, and it was it said it had a picture of this old school doctor, and it was like, man, how cool would it have been to like be like a doctor in the olden days and just be drunk all the time, and be like, yeah, you got ghosts in your blood, you should go do cocaine about it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, dude. Dude, oh, I did send that. to uh, You, you did send it to me. Oh, that's my that's favorite so thing good. ever, dude. That's such a that's a topic for another time too. That oh, the god. way people just did fucking drugs back in the day, mm-hmm. like like it was whatever. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm kind of down. Like other oh, doctors, like, hey, here, here's some meth. Listen, Go for man, it. Listen, you're, you're, there's something going on with you. I'm gonna cut you here, and I'm gonna just let some of your blood drain out. Mm-hmm. You'll feel this better bucket. Later. Yeah, drain. Yeah. To, we're gonna drill uh, a hole in your skull, and uh, maybe that'll exercise your demons. Yeah, doc, it's fantastic. I feel Medi- so great. That was a medical degree. What is <laughs> what? What is that? What? Go to Do school? You... No, I just got Scruple? a hunch. I just got a hunch. It's fine. Do you have scruples or <laughs> oh trust me i have a black bag it's fine I, it's fine no there's like no it's like a <laughs> doctors legit you could just show with, up you could just show up in a town and be like i'm a doctor and they'd be like sweet yeah. 
Sweet. A black leather tackle box. <laughs> Just go to a town that doesn't have a doctor, say, I'm the doctor, and you're in. That's it. You're the doctor. No, I'm hey. a doctor. Oh, yeah. Holy crap, you're right. Wow, that's messed up. Mm-hmm. I'm a doctor. I'm a doctor. I'm a doctor. Um, get, yeah, anyways. So I think we're, give me a fact and give me another tardigrade. I literally have three lines and we talked about them all. So, oh, really? Yeah, I didn't do a lot on tardigrades. They I, can get like ridiculously hot, ridiculously cold. And like Jake had yep, said, yep. they like over 300 degrees. Oh, temperatures uh, over they, 300 degrees. Temperatures so, as low as like 200. They only below, live 328 yeah. degrees below Fahrenheit. Like, that's insane. Like, a swing like that. But, like Jake said, different species are able to do that. There's some that can, like, live over by lava and everything. It's One of the things I did read, uh, write down was uh, they only live in water. We did not mention that. These are not a land-dwelling animal. They only no. live in bodies of water. Right, only. but they are so small, they could legitimately live in the dew right. on of like a, a leaf. leaf. Yeah, right. So this um, is the thing, though, Jake. Yeah. If they have the ability to get into these tuns, okay? Yep. And that drop of water drops off that leaf, and that tardigrade needs to go on the leaf. Mm -hmm. When the next drop of water comes, it goes. And right back. Hello, world. It's like. And so you want to hear. So essentially, they can live anywhere. Right. And, okay, so, so the fact that they can leave anywhere means that they're uh, something called a pioneer species, meaning that a lot of the time throughout evolution of the planet, they were the first species to inhabit a given uh, ecosystem or environment. And because they are – because of their so, – so, something about the fact that they were you know, the first ones to kind of end up there – they will bring in predators of them and stuff like that. Like somebody has to show up first and because they're so survivable, they show up first and it, and it causes predators to come in because they find food and shit like that. I thought that was pretty interesting that, be, you know, they're, they're the first they're Vikings. One. They're Vikings. They're fucking pioneers. Um, Joe says we're studying them for space survival. Now when launched into space, they survive for long periods of time. Yes, that's, they can tardigrades survive Be ten days at low orbit, Earth low orbit, orbit, exposed to the vacuum of space and their resistance to radiation. Well, so okay, like so people need are out in space in spacesuits and they need that resistance to radiation. They can survive that. Right. The bombardment of like but the closer radiation. But they're in that tune state, aren't they? They're what? Aren't they in the tune state while they're survive while they're in the vacuum of space? That I do not know. I do not. They know have the to be because they're not in water. They must be. Maybe they – I don't know. Joe? Joe would be the one to ask on that. Uh, Jeff Chen says, shout out to all my Norwegians out there. I don't really know what – Norwegians are Vikings, dude. Are you serious? Oh, okay. He was just tagging on to your – okay. Got it. Sorry, Jeff. I think, right? Viking? Yeah. We're Norway. Norway, bro. Yeah. Norway. Yeah. Norway. Um, I don't – yeah, I don't have anything else on the, uh, the old – Lee Ferrickson, bro. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's a Viking. Lee Ferrickson's a Viking. He also, was like the, Ragnar, the Viking. Ragnar Lothbrok? That's that's actually Viking lore. That's like Ragnar? that's like um King Arthur. That's like King Arthur kind of stuff. Was Ragnar like a supposed real person on the show Vikings? Yeah, suppose Yeah. Have oh, you yeah. watched that? Yeah, yeah, I've Great watched show. Vikings. Great show. Great show. Great show. Great show. Yeah. They showed boobs on that show. <laughs> uh did they? 
No, it's huh? on the History Channel. They didn't show any boobs on there. Well, you know what? Doesn't matter. Then obviously I a lot of killing, them. though. A lot of. Oh, dude, it was a brutal. That was a brutal show. Yeah. It um. It yeah. I have not I finished was... it, so don't spoil anything. I have no idea where I, I left think off I only got to season two. I got to be honest with you, dude. I just don't watch television that much anymore. Probably I don't really thing. don't. I, yeah. I don't. There's I watch. I watch like an episode of something like a couple times a night. That's pretty much it. Yeah. I'll just throw on stuff that I've seen a dozen times as background noise. You know what I've seen many, many times now? Friends. Friends is a really good show. Lots and lots of friends. You know, Friends is – I hear Friends get shit on a lot, and I don't no. get it. The fact that friends the show – great show. Might be – I think the thing that people get hung up on is the fact that it was like – the fact that it has a laugh track I think fucks a lot of people up. But that show is legit funny. Like I, I LOL at that show. Oh, yeah. No, For that's real. definitely a great laugh out loud. Are you kidding me? Mrs. Chenandler Bong? That's Chana- hilarious. Chenandler Bong. Mrs. Chana- Mrs. Chenandler Bong? That is great. Could I be wearing any more clothes? <laughs> Dude, that is such a good show. It is really Dude, good, Dude, that was, that was like the young, hipper uh, Seinfeld, I feel like, at its sure, time. Sure, sure. You know what I mean? But like, Seinfeld, uh, Seinfeld doesn't have a laugh track, right? Does it? I don't, Jake. I'm gonna be honest with you. When you said laugh track, I, all I thought about was was um big uh, Big Bang Theory because uh-huh. the laugh track Ugh. on Big Bang Theory. Ugh. Well, this is the thing though is there's there's a lot of Big Bang Theory that I did enjoy, but there was a lot of that was like the show that I remember thinking I'm like this is I, that wasn't that funny. That wasn't that funny. Or like shit that's oh. just straight up not a joke, and they put the laugh track in. Like straight yeah, up not know. a joke. Yeah. Uh, Joe says, in space, they do go into a hibernation state. There's apparently also land, quote, water bears and deserts that are in hibernation, chilling in the desert. So they're not really so that's a land. The thing. So listen, this but is they're my just hanging out waiting notes. for water to show up. Do you, do you think – well, they're not that they're hanging out for water show They're up. in hibernation. They're, but dude, but if they're so microscopic and you're talking about a storm that comes in. Yeah, or something like that, or like dust storms that are have small molecules of water on them, or something. Like these can be in small molecules of water, and like they could be, yeah, they could be pushed to into the desert, and then picked up again and delivered all over. Yeah, the like place. on the dust. That yeah, tiny, on the dust, like blown into the rainforest. Yeah, dude, that's crazy. Mm. Um, yeah, that's crazy. You know, they only eat fluid too. They suck the juice from algae and lichen and moss. That was one of the things that I thought was cool. I read that they eat some species they eat are nematodes and stuff. And yeah, yeah, they eat nematodes yeah. and and shit mm-hmm. like that. Yep. Other single cell, like eat single celled. Well, that's a crazy yes. thing. Is like there a lot of them are the size of of single celled organisms, yeah, but that, they well, are animals. The first They're time an that I I really looked shit. into these at all is that was the thing that blew my mind. Is I was like, these are like. Un, like unbelievably small. So like, I think we un- should address we should address small. the idea that some people suspect that tardigrades came from another planet, planet. because they're so um, hardy in space. Yes. Um, I because that's that, a really could... that's a really cool idea, um, but it could just idea. be a quirk of their evolution. It doesn't necessarily mean that they came from space. The fact that they can survive in space. But our understanding and, and 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 grasp of evolution is adaptation to the environments you are exposed to. Am I right? No, it's just something happens that's that my, doesn't. No, I'm just saying that's. I'm, I don't well, think I don't think that's the case. What I understand it to be is that something either allows you to be more likely to make babies, 
We're less or likely, more, to, or make less likely to make babies. And that's right, it. Right, but it's... Yeah. So it could just be a consequence of some other feature that they have that allows them to be... Um, and more ad- adapt to... Oh my God, I cannot talk today. It doesn't necessarily mean that they came from space, the fact that they can survive in space. Yeah. I'm sure there's... Um, I'm sure there's like fungi and stuff that could survive in a vacuum. But I don't know. Who knows? It's a cool idea. I'm not discounting it. I'm just saying that you can't necessarily 100% link the two together. It's a cool idea. It's fun. Right. You, well, you can't just definitively be like, no, then they had to have come from space. Right. But some people, that, That's, yeah. when tardigrades got like popular, like the idea of them got popular like a couple years ago, people were like, oh, yeah, they must have came from space. Because it's such a fun idea, you know? Well, this is the thing, though, is if you look at it uh, like a, a, something like that, especially like evolving mm-hmm. from something so small that is mostly aquatic, and we came from fish that came from tadpoles, that, that, and we crawled out of the water slowly, and you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Turned into mudskippers, and then the mudskippers turned into lizards, and the lizards turned into you know, like are you know what I'm saying? Like people, I can understand why people would say, "Well, that makes sense. We were, you know, we were delivered here by a meteor." Yeah, but the I can pan, understand the reasoning the, why somebody it's called panspermia. Yeah, but panspermia. I mean, yeah, no, right. totally. I'm not discounting the idea that life came from another planet, but tardigrades specifically, specifically, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, Joe uh-huh. says uh, it's a combination of both. Environmental forces cause change in genetics, which also ups reproductive success. Yeah, May- maybe. But that, or or maybe it doesn't. Change uh, environmental changes could cause you to be less likely to reproduce. And then you get it go extinct, like a comet hitting the Earth. You know, it, it works both ways. Let's just go. I, I really do like that a lot of our conversations, Jake, we uh, very often get to the point of I have no idea, and I don't think anybody else really does. Yeah, but, people, peop- yeah, but people get papers that have their name on them that they paid $200,000 for, so they have to say things with more conviction they, than you and I do. Yeah. <laughs> Valid. Valid. That's why I'm happy. When they I'm say things, they have yet. to be like, no, this is the truth. No, this is Because the truth. they have this a thing the on the wall behind them here that says, the things I'm I Danny say DeVito. are true and you have to believe me. <laughs> also, I'm Danny DeVito. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> With that being said, I would probably believe anything that, that comes said, out of Danny thanks. DeVito's mouth. We've had mouth, a great yeah. time. We'll see you later. Yeah, don't please. This is what the third time you've done the cane thing on the podcast. Just drop it. Good. No, I'm not. Let's see this. Fine. It's gonna be there. Okay. You gotta fine. get over it, dude. Can I talk about I'll, cockroaches I'll... now? Yeah. I God damn it. If you want to. I don't have to. We could do a whole cockroach episode. I don't want to do a cockroach episode. Then let me get it out of my system now. I don't have a whole lot, okay? So just let me talk about it because it's one of the animals we cockroach, promise, promise crotch to talk rot, about. crotch rot, rot. Crot, crotch roast, crock roaches, crock pot. I actually wrote a lot. Roaches. I wrote a lot on cockroaches. Oh, real quick, dude. There was this other thing that I did see about tardigrades. There was an experiment where somebody had pulled a piece of moss. <clears throat> that had been claimed to be over 120 years old mm-hmm. and brought tardigrades back to life. It was some museum or something like that that had this crazy display for the longest time, and somehow or another they were like, oh, my God, wait a minute. This is like, you know, they put it in water for whatever a tardigrade reason. probably here. Whatever reason. 120 years old. Life. 120 years old. Is this like an old piece of dried up fucking moss? It was just a piece of dried up moss. 
touch bananas. Yeah. Whether wow. or not, and I'll, I, I also saw another one too, some other crazy experiment that said it was like a 32 year, like they know it was 32 years specific that they had this thing. Mm-hmm. 2016 scientists revived two tons and an egg that had been in cryptobiosis for more than 30 Joe? years. Joe. Tune. Tune. Attila the Tun. Experiment 1948 claimed that the Tun, over 120 years old, has been revived. What? But they also claim that it's never been replicated. So, Ooh, you know. that's a tough thing. That's a tough well, thing. You're like, wow, the scientists did this crazy thing 100 years ago. Nobody can seem to replicate it. But we, no, we believe them. No, no, we believe no, no. them. No, it was in 1948. It was in 1948. But my thought is, like, it hasn't even been 100 years. Jack off. 70 years what? ago? 70 years yeah, ago. Yeah, 70 years ago. It was a different mm-hmm. fucking planet 70 years ago, basically. It was a different planet 70 years ago. Um, so the other thing I have is that the... Uh, uh, animals that live in caves are caves are called troglobites, and troglobites, uh, they have yeah. a decreased loss of eyesight, uh, decreased loss of eyesight, slow metabolism, less pigment. Uh, oh, sorry, that's from the caves episode. That's from the old caves episode, yeah. And you're mad that I brought up the cane? Shut up. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what. Get on cockroaches. I got to go pee. Okay. Uh, so yeah, the, our final animal for this episode is. Or are cockroaches? Our final animal is... The final animals are cockroaches. The final category is cockroaches. Um, Cockroaches, I guess, have been around for about 300 million years. There are about 4,500 species. So a little less than half of all. Like the, It's a lot. There's a lot. But not as many as some other uh, kinds of animals. Um, but modern roaches that we're, we know of now have been around for about 145 million years from the Cretaceous period, which is when flowering plants started to spread. So that's a long fucking time ago. A long time ago. Um, and the reason that they... One of the main reasons they are a uh, such a hardy animal... It's hard to have to do with temperature. Uh, they're a resilient animal. There's actually a lot of reasons. Uh, one of the main ones is that they eat pretty much everything. There's a species of them that eats all, you know, all kinds of different things, and they're one of, you know, a, a big role of insects on this planet is to eat things and break it down. You know, to they're a decomposer. They take things that are rotting or whatever and break it down into lesser chemicals that lesser organisms can then produce. Dude, I swear to you, I'm just jumping into what you were just talking about. I brought this up to my friend Jay yesterday, said that we were doing this podcast, said he was bringing up cockroaches and how much he hates them. He goes, what the hell is the purpose of those? I said, dude, they're there to break shit down. They get rid of the Well, that's the thing. I is like. less. I think it's like less than 1% of all species of cockroaches are the ones that, go, that end up in your house and fuck your shit up and you need to exterminate. I all other it. cockroaches live in totally different environments, have no business being in your house live in the brush and the woods and all kinds of different mm-hmm. environments and break down decaying matter. Basically. Decaying matter. Yep. I knew it. I yeah. swear to you, Jake, I guessed that. Well, I literally, I, I, that's I, awesome. Unless I subconsciously remembered it from something specific, dude. I think it was this that we talked about. And he was like, dude, what are the meaning of those? I remember seeing one in my apartment in New York. I saw it on the toy line. When I was walking in there, he goes, I had to leave the freaking apartment. And I'm like, dude, they're there to break shit down. They, every, mm-hmm. There's bugs out there that break down decaying matter. That's their only purpose. So well, that's happy. what's crazy, dude. It's like I've seen 
Now, knowing that stat, the fact that such a small percentage of them are the ones that we consider pests, yeah. I've seen a roach in my house, but not your typical big, fat, like, nasty one. I've seen something, I'm like, that kind of looks like a roach, and I looked it up, and it was, but it, like, fucked, it fucked me up. I'm like, does my fucking house have roaches? Roaches, But the yeah. fact yeah, that yeah. that was in my house means just as much as if I find some kind of random fucking beetle in my house. It just happened to yeah. make its way in it there. It's on the wall. I get it out. House. Whatever. Yes. Yeah, so it didn't – it wasn't necessarily an indicator of an anything. An invasion species and every – there's a thousand of them in your wall. Yeah, shit just gets in my house, whatever. Yeah. And it's not yeah. like, you know – like I, like part of me was like, burn the house down. Leave. Dude, I just – as we were sitting here before, I had two fucking of those like Japanese beetles that everybody calls ladybugs in my house because I get them bad. Pretty sure people call species. those ladybugs. I've the little freaking orange ones that look like ladybugs, dude, but with they're the big. white eyes. But they're big. No, they're not big. They're regular-looking ladybugs. They look like a ladybug. Yeah, ladybugs are all are red with all black face. Okay. The orangish-looking ones that have uh-huh. a black face, but some like white eyes uh-huh. on it, or I'm going the other way around, uh-huh. are are like this in, uh, an invasive species of some kind of um. Uh, of of a of different a beetle from a different country, obviously somewhere else. That's what an invasive species is. Right, right. Yeah, they're la- they're not the same as ladybugs. Ladybugs have black faces. I'm not sure, but I just saw them flying around, and I'm like, God damn, dude! Like these things were all dead last year. They all they get in your house, dude, and then they all die. But they went into a vegetative state. They're waking back up. Have you ever seen a Rorschach beetle? No. I'll show you something real quick. I want to. No, don't. I'll pull it up. I'll pull it up. You tell me about the Rorschach beetle as I'm looking. I don't know anything about it. They just look really crazy. They're just a really fucking cool looking beetle. And one of my favorite pictures I've ever taken is of a Rorschach beetle. Oh, you. Oh, you've seen these. Yeah. How are you spelling Rorschach? Spell Rorschach. Let me try to get this to see that. No, hold on a second. Oh yeah, that's dope. It has oh, red, wow, that's real dope. It has red legs, a green head, and a black and white Rorschach test-looking pattern awesome, on its back. That's awesome, dude. One of my favorite pictures I've ever taken. You took that picture? Yeah. Yep. You need to send me that. It's on my Instagram. I will send it to you, though. Okay. Anyway. Um. Yeah, so cockroaches. Continue. Uh, yeah. Continue. I apologize. So I. So what you missed was some stuff about how long they've been around. You know, don't uh, bring it back up. That's okay. Figure. I'll watch this. Um, okay, so I think in the – sometime in the 1900s when roaches kind of started to become a problem in the uh, developing in the cities and stuff like that, there were – it was really easy to exterminate them because you could just make a poison that was like very sugary with like glucose and the roaches would get all over it and they would fucking eat it and die, whatever. Within 10 years of this happening, the roaches changed their body chemistry to no longer find sweet things enjoyable and now found it distasteful instead and didn't eat the bait. Within 10 years. So you can't – glucose bait doesn't work on – glucose poison doesn't work on roaches anymore. It only took 10 years for this to happen. And the reason for that is because when they molt, only when they molt do their cells divide. Like you and I, our cells are dividing all the time. Right. Um, But their cells divide 
for some, I don't quite understand the mechanism, but because their cells divide so seldomly, it's easier for them to make genetic changes. So they evolve very rapidly <gasps> because their imagine, cells don't divide as much. Imagine just going like, oh, man, like, um, that was exhausting. That sucked. <laughs> All right, I'll be better at that next time. Yeah, right. And Makes me wonder what, what other directions they could have gone in the uh, in Men in Black. What other directions they could have gone with that? Oh. Remember the Roach guy? I gotta remember watch that again. Movie, remember the movie Mimic? Watch Mimic if you want to Mimic. see Roaches. I don't think I've seen that's Mimic. An old, that's, that, that one probably came out when you were young. Mimic was an old movie with Mira Savino. Hmm. Uh, I think it was a Miramax film. Ooh. Ooh. Anyway, um, what else do I have on them? Roaches? Yeah. Um, it's it's said that they can survive for weeks without a head. Apparently, that's not hasn't been scientifically and really true. Recreated. No, that's like <clears throat> that's like that chicken that survived without a head for a while. But yeah, is that true or not? Eye drop. Said it was feeding it with an eye drop, dude. How are you gonna say it's not true? If it's possible, if the guy lopped it at a bad angle, and then part of the neck retracted. Yeah, well, like, well, the, the, yeah, I think the thing was you know that he saying? must have left the brainstem somehow. He left the brain. I think that was a thing. Think about, like, if he had cut. Because like if you this, sever Jake. the spinal cord, it's done. Yeah, exactly. so if you left the brainstem to leave all the, spi- the cerebral brain, spinal fluid. That part of that yeah. brainstem, but just like anything else, it was able to retract, like an Achilles tendon. Snap, and it pulled back into the body. Right. But then the esophagus was still left there. Right, right. It's possible. Hmm. Absolutely, it's possible. I've heard that, but think about it if a cockroach was at that point where it could just keep pushing its body into something that it could actually digest and absorb. Maybe that's how they did the study. Did you keep putting food in front of the thing that you were studying? You know what yeah, I mean? I don't they know. Off? Well, they can, well, let's see. They can go a long time without food. I, uh, what did I say? They can go a month without food. So that's not really even part of the equation. Do they need water? They can go two weeks without water. Two weeks without water mm-hmm. or food, water or food. Yes, but a month without just food. If they have water, they can go a month without food. I guess. I don't. I don't know exactly the math on it. I wouldn't know how that would be equated either. Because like people don't want to eat if they don't have water. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I I don't really feel like talking about roaches anymore. I think I'm just gonna call it. The roaches. <laughs> All right, dude. I there ain't nothing wrong with yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, I don't have we anything to say anything. about roaches that isn't more interesting. That's more interesting than any and of the other stuff we've said so far. Well, this is the thing, dude. Is I think that we were kind of aiming towards something specific when I realized that our conversations usually work the best if we just bullshit and have a couple facts about something. Yeah, and not try to stand specific subjects. Yeah, I like it the idea. It needs to be a broad uh, subject, and we need to not worry about it. Don't worry about yeah, the graphics. Theme. But it's fun. It looked cool. It was fun. It did. I bet you. Do you know what, dude? I had a ball. I'm already enjoying the hell out of myself. We're almost yeah, on two dude. hours. We're definitely staying on for until it's at two hours. Yeah. Oh, it's another. You know? uh, well, if it, if we're talking about how long we've been live, it's another no, forty I mean, it's seconds. Been two more. Yeah. But two. if we're talking about recording, it's another Walk. two and a half minutes. We've just broke through. <laughs> nice. Um. Yeah, man. This was dope. Yeah, Who's cool. watching? Who's Long still one. watching? I think it's just Joe. I think it's just Joe. Just Joe. I think just Joe's Joe. been the through the through line this entire time. I think he's been the only one watching the whole time. We That's had a fantastic. few people pop on and off. I I'll don't take know. It, man. Joey, um, thanks for listening, man. We had Listen. five at the peak. 
between mm-hmm. Twitch and uh, YouTube. It's pretty cool. It's awesome. I dig so it. So now you can see all the different all the different people. I can just see the number. I can only see who they are if they comment. Gotcha. And I, we got uh, J- uh, Rob and Johnny were on. He said, "Get learnt, boys." <laughs> yeah, who said that? Joe. <laughs> uh, see, we need we need somebody that knows their shit. He said, "This was a good time." Thanks, Joe. Yeah, this was, this was definitely you, a good Joe. time. Yeah, thank dude, and thank you fun. for helping us out with a couple points yeah, there. Yeah, absolutely. It was very helpful. See, this is why we do, Jake. There's what, why is the reason why we wouldn't you wouldn't be able to get three people's heads up on this thing? I can. Well, the problem is uh, the program I use. I it's free. If I have three or more people, the call will be limited to 40 minutes without me paying for it. Right now, this is free. One-on-one, it's free unlimited. Once you get three people or more, it's limited it's, to 40 minutes. But how much is it to pay for that after that? Uh, I don't think it's a whole lot. I can look. I don't think it's a whole lot. That'd be fun, dude. I'm almost yeah. willing to fucking throw a little down, dude, so we can get a third person up in here. Dude, well, the, I'm, I'm totally That'd down. That'd have been fun. That would have been fun. Just I'd to, have to just rework all my graphics, but I'm down. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Yeah, I'll figure it out. Figure um, all that crap out. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm with it, dude. Yeah, I'm down for fun. whatever. I'm down what for whatever. I'm always down to do mm-hmm. things with the podcast. The B thing was a success. <clears throat> you know, the B thing was really great, dude. That B was thing. a really good episode, Joey. You should see watch the B one. The B one yeah. was cool, man. The one was very cool. Well, before we wrap this up, I just want to do some shout outs and do a little bit of housekeeping. I get, I hate yeah. I hate calling it housekeeping, but it's just in yeah, my why lexicon. Why do you call it housekeeping? That's, that's what that's what the done, but that's the what the pod, po- podcast people say. All right, what am I what am I going to call it then? Huh? What do I call it when I have to talk about podcast stuff in the podcast? What do I call it? Like when I have to say things, you know what I mean? Podcast? I don't know, dude. Whatever. Podcast jargon. It, it's not jargon though. Well, anyway, housekeeping. Um, you want housekeeping? me for a You want me jack you up? What kind of hotel is this? <laughs> I think she goes out with one of the Yankees. Yankees. Hey, uh, Richard. Anyway. <laughs> What's your favorite little rascal? Just as call it, it Inception Alpha? Time. Or Spanky. <laughs> uh, uh. So anyways, um, I just want to give some quick shout outs. Um, we have people that are following the podcast in London and Sweden. So fucking shout out to you guys. That's awesome. Uh, and oh fuck, what's the city? There's somebody in Virginia that is the leader in downloads. No way. Yep. Somebody in Virginia. Uh, why the fuck can't I think? I got. I, I got. I got to look at what city they're in. Um, but the person in Virginia has been downloading every fucking episode since they started getting on. And thank you so much for, for that. It's awesome. I would love to hear from you. Um, all the other places are kind of sporadic. There's somebody in Mountain View, California that's pretty consistent. Um, somebody here in Asheville I, that lives in the same fucking town as me that downloads a ton of episodes. I don't know who it is. It's and your girlfriend in the other room. <laughs> I, I, it, could, it could be. She it says it's be. not her. She says it's not her downloading it, and she doesn't listen to it anyway, so... Um, cool, oh, man. it's Ash, sorry, Ashburn, Virginia. Ashburn, Virginia. Uh, thank you so much. Um, obviously, Waterbury and Wolcott. Uh, it's you know my family. Thank you. I think everybody. It's for, not for all your family, out. dude. You never know other people. Well, well Lauren, based Lauren, on the numbers, yeah, well, based on yeah. the numbers, it's it's you guys. It's you and J- you and Jackie and Lauren. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, th- uh, we just got some new listeners in Florida, um, in, in Orlando. Five downloads out of Orlando today. Um, we got some downloads in uh, different parts, all different bunch of different countries, but they seem to be like just one here, one there, whatever. But the Sweden ones uh, in Stockholm and in London, those seem to be continuing to download. So thank you guys so much. By That's all means, awesome. please reach out. Um, I'd love to hear from you, get your feedback. And everybody listening, just keep in mind we do have a Patreon set up. Um, and uh, we could always use your support on there. It's very low stakes stuff, you know. Um, and obviously, any donations would go right back into the podcast, me getting better equipment, paying for my hosting, stuff like that. Uh, that would That would always be much appreciated. I'm working on trying to figure out better rewards for stuff like that. Um, that actually kind of makes sense. Um, but if anybody has any ideas, you know, let me know. Eventually I want to do stuff like kind of weird, like merch swag stuff as, as rewards. But, you know, right now I'm trying to figure out the whole, uh, discord chat thing or ways for you to interact with me. If that's what you want to do. I don't know if you people that listen to the podcast have any desire to interact with me personally, let me know because that's useful information. If not, that's fine. Whatever. But any feedback is much appreciated. You know, live podcasts are obviously the one that we're getting the most interaction out of, which is good. <laughs> well, yeah, well, while it's live, people are coming on, so that means mm. something. Yeah. Um, kazoo merch, Joe says, is I don't know what that means. You're saying I should have kazoos with kazoo Super merch. Cereal. Kazoo merch is probably a website where you can go and get merchandise for yourself for cheap. Oh, okay. That's what that sounds like we were just talking about merchandise. So if you want to go get something that's going to have your stuff printed out, okay. Yeah, I, know I mean, a there's a million, printer, dude. I can get you shirts. There's a million like ways I can. Well, that's the thing. I don't know if anybody, yeah. anybody fucking wants a super cereal shirt. You know what I mean? I don't know if anybody gives a shit. I don't know if maybe they would rather be a guest one day or something. I have no idea. Yeah. I don't know what people want. You know what I mean? There's a specific. I, I don't know. There's a lot to figure out, but um, I'm always down for suggestions and feedback. I, I you know, whatever. If people just want to fucking play Star Wars with me one day as a reward, that'd be cool. Whatever. I don't know. Dude, I'm down for that. I know you I'm are. I'm down. I fucking. can absolutely give support to fucking sitting down playing video games. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. With all that being said. Uh, Especially live right after the podcast. Yeah. Every Tuesday night. To- Tuesday. Um, right, cool. Seriously, well, I got to finish this beer. <laughs> Uh, it's going to be a long night. For those listening, Joe comically picked up a uh, water five-gallon uh, water jug and pretended like it was beer. Anyways, uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. I guess we're going to call this a nice long one. And thanks for everybody who checked out live. And thanks to everybody who downloads it later. Thank everyone for your support. And we will see you next time. Later. Goodbye. Thanks for tuning in. Cool. I stopped the stream, and I'm stopping the recording.